everyone. I'm Matthew Cause, and this is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. Today, it is the 2018 World Cup runner-up and the 2010 World Cup champions facing off. It is Croatia versus Spain. Both these teams finished second in their respective groups. A lot of pressure on Luka Modric with winger Ivan Perisic is ruled out today because of COVID. And so Modric, who scored in their last match against Scotland, a lot will be expected of him today. As for Spain, a 5-0 win over Slovakia ended a very dull first part of the group stage for the Spanish squad. We now go live to Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen. With the call, here are Connor McNamara and Izzy Christensen. Referee is the experienced good at Sakir of Turkey. He's done it all, European Championships, World Cups in the past. He's been a, a Champions League referee, a Champions League final referee of the past. As we get underway, Croatia are wearing the all-black strip, which is he proved to be a lucky omen for them. Many of their big games at the knockout stages of the World Cup, they were wearing this change strip of all-black. It sort of became their lucky kids. It did, and it's following on from the iconic Croatian shirts over the years. I remember watching Davel Suker as a young child growing up as the Croatian historic striker in those red and white checkered, checkered colours. and. Yeah, it does seem to be their lucky kit. That's the voice of England International, Izzy Christensen. They always have great kits, Croatia. I think Denmark always have great kits as well. Something about them. As Emmerich Laporte, the recently uh, made Spanish citizen, who, remember, if Spain win this, he could be up against France, which is the country of his birth, the country of whom he represented many times at under-21 level. He could be up against them now as a player for Spain. Eric Garcia, who's on his way to Barcelona, lays it short to Laporte near the center circle. Croatia beginning this game, sitting deep, allowing Spain all in white to have possession on the halfway line. Eric Garcia gives it short to Coque. Coque, who's had a brilliant year, captain Atletico to the La Liga title in Spain. And Spain holding the possession here. The boozer from the Croatia fans, but the moment their team cannot get a kick. Aspilaqueta plays it towards the edge of the penalty area. Comes back to him. There was a challenge there on a Spanish player. I think it was Ferran Torres who had made a burst forward. There were some cheers from the Croatia fans. They liked how robust that challenge was. And that's a brilliant ball played forward into the penalty area. But out comes the goalkeeper. And Dominic Lovakovic, very alert and needed to be as he comes right to the edge to ensure that Gaia was not able to steal in. Really dangerous there from Spain. They've, they've kept the ball. Croatia seemed really happy dropping into a 5-4-1 and, and allowing Spain to just sort of get impatient but they're the wrong players to get impatient these Spanish players bright start in Copenhagen Croatia, Croatia nil Spain nil five live from the BBC Luka Modric making his 13th appearance in the European Championships which is more than any other Croatia player but in Ivan Perisic they are missing a very important attacker because he has got more goals and considerably more goals than anyone else in this Croatia squad for, for his national team a difficult player to replace given the experience and, and crucially the goals that he provides is he really difficult and we can see early on here that Croatia are having to adapt to playing without Perisic it's so good for the team's confidence knowing that you've got a goal threat in the side especially when you're coming up against the team of, of Spain's quality but they've got to find ways to adapt and, and find goals from other areas Aspilicueta rolls the ball back to Une Simon who's wearing a sort of salmon pink 
Colored goalkeeping outfit away to our left-hand side. The sun very much in his eyes in this first half. You can see the shadow streaming out behind him. He's not apted uh, for a, a cap with a peak. And Une Simon, just his 11th cap. At the start of qualifiers for Euro 2020, he was third choice. De Gea, Aretha Balaga, who hasn't even made this squad, were ahead of him. But come this summer, he is the man that Luis Enrique has chosen to be the goalkeeper for Spain. Coque battles for possession down the right flank as Spain come forward. Busquets, neat and tidy in the midfield, rolls it back for Emmerich Laporte. What a day it is for Pedri. 18 years, 215 days, the youngest player to ever start a knockout game in a European Championships. It used to be Wayne Rooney. He's taken over from Rooney, who was a similar age when he played against Portugal at Euro 2004. But Pedri is about a month younger than Rooney was on that day. Coque moves it on to Ferran Torres. Crossing position on the right-hand side. Aspilicueta was arriving like a train in support, but too fast nearly. The ball goes behind him and out for a throw-in. Throw-in to Croatia on the left-hand side. Nil-nil in Copenhagen. Izzy Christensen. You can already see Spain are targeting Ferran Torres over here on this right wing with Aspilicueta providing support. And early signs of Coque. What a magnificent season he had domestically with Atletico. And... His, his industrious work that he does and he gets through, he's out here to support Ferran Torres every time the ball's switched. Really, really important for their style of play. A challenge on Ovaro Morata, who has been cleaned out by Marcelo Brozovic, who is like... Uh, <laughs> he, I always think he looks, if you were casting him in a movie, he'd be the hitman, the quiet guy who'd be able to take someone out for you if needed. And he takes out Alvaro Morata there. It's a free kick to Spain. It's not going to be within shooting position, but a dangerous platform to send something into the box here. This is 20 yards outside the penalty area. Right-hand side as Spain come forward. And no surprise to see Croatia bring everyone back to the edge of the penalty area. Domagoj Vida is trying to get them to push up just another step or two. Koke is standing over this. So too Pablo Sarabia. It'll be Sarabia's left foot. He doesn't get great elevation on it. Ferran Torres tries to flick on on the edge of the penalty area. But Juranovic gets a touch for Croatia. Now Morata will sprint out towards the quarter flag left-hand side to keep the ball in play. Back to Gaia. He was strong. Needed to be. Delivered a really good cross. Ferran Torres heads the ball down. Koke was arriving. And Croatia relieved to see the ball away. That was good play from Spain. Real commitment from Gaia, who knew he was going to be walloped into. But he was brave and he played that ball high in. And we are going to a break in play here because there's a Croatia player down injured inside the penalty area it's the left back Joško Guardiol he was challenged in the air by Ferran Torres and I think he's received a blow to his ear or maybe the back of the head and he is down but Croatia nil Spain nil strong start for Spain is he? Indeed yeah he, he's just saying he was elbowed there but Ferran Torres coming in at that back post he just wants it more he, he's risen higher He's managed to get the ball knocked down onto that penalty area and Koke, the ball's just behind him and it's bouncing but it's one of those as a midfielder that if it bounces correctly for you it's just a, it's a, an exciting one to strike. So there was some athletic leap by Ferran Torres and as, as he describes, it was his elbow hit the, the back of the head of the defender Guardiol but the evidence that Guardiol was already jumping the fact that Torres, it was his elbow which was down by his side hit him shows he was head, shoulders and more above his opponent as they jumped for it, Croatia nil, Spain nil. Still the early stages of the Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen as these sides feel each other out. But Croatia haven't put two passes together in the game yet, is he? No, really struggling to to gain a bit of momentum. I, I thought as soon as 
they took the kick off Croatia. They went long, and the, and you could see what they were trying to do. They were trying to squeeze space, and then get into that formation where they seemed to be happy, banking up and, and letting Spain come onto them, and then dealing with it. Still, don't really know what Spain we have at these tournaments. They flattered to deceive in the opening two games. They hit five against Slovakia last time out. I think it very much sums up Spain's performance at this tournament that their top scorer so far is own goals. Two of the six goals they've scored have been own goals. No Spaniard has scored more than once in the tournament. Here comes Nikola Vlasic, tried to attack down the right-hand side, but Guy has done a really good job on him for Spain. They are bossing things at the moment. Morata shifts it on through midfield. Coque, short for Pedri, the wonder kid. The Barcelona player who played more games in the Liga this past season than any other Barcelona player. And that's some doing when you're only 18. He was only 17 at the start of the season. Spain have got possession. Emmerich Laporte allowed to steal deep into Croatia territory. Koke has it to Aspilicueta, Champions League lifting captain with Chelsea this season. Now Ferran Torres skips inside of Kovacic and is taken down by Brozovic and those two do a number on him again free kick to Croatia yeah and that's the second cynical foul from Brozovic so far in this game we're looking how long in 10 minutes in if that and uh, yeah he's already treading on thin ice but really really good play again on this right hand side for Spain with with Torres and, and Koke combining and, and looking to switch and they need a better delivery off this subsequent free kick Busquets has made his way forward for this one. One of the taller Spaniards. Coque delivers it in. Flicked on header by Aspilicueta. Was always leaning away from the goal as he flicked on. He's ever scored an international goal, says Aspilicueta. And he wasn't troubling Lovakovic with that one. Now they've opted for that right-footed out-swinging delivery instead of Sarabia's in-swinging delivery on that left-hand side. Aspilicueta for me, he, he knows that he's too far out there to head that in, the height that the ball's arrived at him. And for me, it's just a flick on for somebody else going in at the back post. Izzy, I'm sure you've played in games like this from a Croatia point of view, where you feel you've hardly had a kick so far. We've played nine minutes. Uh, it, you know, is there a relief? OK, look, we've been overwhelmed, but we haven't conceded. This is going to turn. Or at what stage do you begin to think, hang on a minute, how are we going to get into this game? Difficult, because when the... This, Spaniards are dominating possession so early on it's really difficult and you have to remain really really calm in the head and trust in the plan and trust in the processes and one of the most integral things at this stage is communication who's dealing with who and then you move into the game from there Everton and England Sissy Christensen watching this game with us on 5 Live Croatian nil Spain nil so far possession won by Guardiola who tries to play it forward to Petkovic and he's taken down and the referee could it secure wants to have a word with Eric Garcia it's only Eric Garcia's 10th cap for his country he didn't play much for Manchester City this past season obviously John Stones and and Ruben Diaz dominated those central defensive partnership but he does know Laporte from club level uh, this is still a big game you feel though for Eric Garcia and he gave away the free kick there which Modric has taken quickly Guardiola to the byline on the left hand side cuts it back onto his right boot not a bad cross at all but there's no one at the back post and it was Jose Gaia who was able to head it away. Spain haven't fully cleared their lines yet. Aspilicueta will do so now. Plays it off Ante Rebic. And that will be a Spanish throw. First time that we've seen Croatia involved in attack in the game. That's it. And a really, really interesting decision there from Luka Modric. Petkovic has done so well to win that free kick in the final third for Croatia. He's had a look over his shoulder. He's checked where Eric Garcia is and he's taken the hit. For me, Croatia, the start that they've had, 
set the ball up and put the ball into the box. Modric opted to take it long, uh, to take it short, sorry, and nothing's come of it. Another minute's play, no goals, another free kick. Guardiol crunching into Koke. And that's a free kick to Spain inside their own half. Croatia have only ever played two matches at this park and stadium before, both against Denmark. There was a World Cup qualifier ahead of the 1998 World Cup, which they lost by three goals to one, and they won a friendly in 2004. These have been the only times that Croatia have played in Denmark, but a huge number of their supporters have, have made the journey, and uh, although it's not an actual full capacity, it is virtually so. There's a, a smattering of a few empty seats here and there, but it feels very much a full house in Copenhagen, as it did for the... Uh, the second and third Denmark games that were played in this group. Laporte, who we know has got wonderful distribution, picks out a lovely ball to Guy on the left-hand side. His ball looks for Koke, edge of the penalty area, and Matteo Kovacic tracks that run well, and he clears the ball out of play for a throw into Spain. Nil-nil. Already a really strong start from Gaia at the left-back for Spain. Two brilliant balls in so far. Pace, power on the deliveries for that late run from Koke. He's had two sort of half chances as a result. He's an excellent player, Jose Gaia. He's keeping Jordi Alba out of this team. Morata, first time into the penalty area with the ball at his feet. No angle to shoot. Pulls it back and it's fired into the side netting by Pablo Sarabia. Sarabia has scored in the 5-0 win over Slovakia last time out. This was unselfish from Morata and it was still a tight angle and Sarabia hits the side netting, is he? No, it's an excellent first touch by Morata to, to, to take the ball on the move. The angle isn't quite nice enough for him to take the shot. He's done really well to keep possession, and Sarabia, for me, that has to be driven across the goalkeeper for any second balls that are parried into the palm of running on midfielders. Here comes Spain again. They've certainly had the brighter start. Aspilicueta gets to within five yards of the penalty area on the right-hand side. Back in field through Coque, Eric Garcia, and on to Emmerich Laporte, who has pretty much started this game like a midfielder. He is the the general who's, who's dictating everything from deep and he's allowing Busquets push a little bit forward Koke has possession the boos and jeers you hear in the backgrounder from the Croatia fans because their team at the moment cannot get a touch and another foul by Brozovic and I'm surprised the referee isn't having more sterner chats with him that's three free kicks he's given away and all in pretty similar circumstances yeah three late challenges and it was funny because the one from Eric Garcia early on Petkovic the referee had a very strong word with Garcia. Talking about Jose uh, Gaia earlier on. Uh, he's a player who could be on the move this summer. He's been the Valencia club captain, but their uh, owner, Peter Lim, has authorised uh, a wholesale change. I think he's, he's reduced the budget by 40%, he's announced. So they've got to sell players this summer. I'm sure there are many scouts, many clubs, who would be very, very interested in Jose Gaia. And the performances that he's been putting in for club and country recently. Luis Garcia plays ball boy and so nonchalant in his white trainers, his stonewashed jeans, his white shirt open at the neck. And if he's trying to convey a man who's very relaxed at the moment, he is succeeding in doing so, the former Barcelona coach. It's such a long history with Jordi Alba in the past, but he has chosen Gaia to be the left back for this one through ball played by Rebic but it's too far in for the Petkovic for Croatia and Unai Simon is able to come to the edge of his penalty area and gather still nil-nil you know Connor it's really interesting the the, the choices that Luis uh, Enrique has made in this game at left back with Gaia coming in for, for Jordi Alba Jordi Alba if, if he got booked in today's game he'd miss the next match 
and that's a common theme. Rodri's the same and Pau Torres, who have all three have started the previous games for Spain. So I wonder whether that's just a sign of Spain's squad depth. Yes, well, it's a very good point. And in the back of the mind of so many coaches is what happens next. But here and now, this is a game that has to be won today. One of these th teams, either way, is going home tonight. And one of them going through to play either France or Switzerland in the quarterfinal. Here's Koke. First clear cut chance of the game. Saved by Lavakovic. Koke made a burst into the penalty area. The marking wasn't great. He could see the white of the eyes of the goalkeeper. But Lavakovic came out, spread his body wide, and he made the save with his right boot. That is the best clear cut chance of the game so far. Should have scored. Should have scored easy chance one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper the through ball from Pedri was delightful he's carved open the whole defense with one pass here's the resulting quarter more on Koke in a moment Sarabia rolls it short for Eric Garcia back to Sarabia left-footed delivery and it'll be headed out for corner number two the thing about Koke is he's never scored for Spain before today he's 54th international they really would have wanted that chance to fall to someone else well, he well you could say that or you could say that he will never get a better chance to score for Spain unless the goalkeeper Keeper's not there and it's an open goal, but... Corner rolled short into the penalty area. We'll go for an update in uh, Wimbledon in just a moment. In fact, we'll do so now because Croatia have won possession back with Luka Modric. David Law, a big shock in Wimbledon. Huge shock. The third seed, Stefanos Tsitsipas, a runner-up at the French Open a couple of weeks ago, is out. Straight sets defeat to Francis Tiafo of the United States. 6-4, 6 pass out. Brilliant, and coverage of that continues uh, from Wimbledon on five live sports extra right now here on five live croatia nil spain nil it's a early a part of the game that has been dominated by spain so far as they win the ball again aguadiol passes intercepted in the midfield all those little 50 50 challenges when they've been won fairly they've been won by spain whenever croatia got involved more than likely they give away a free kick sarabi has it bang on the halfway line rolls it short to the feet of coke spain wearing all white playing from left to right as we look down on a bright sunny Monday afternoon at the Parken Stadium in Copenhagen in Denmark as a through ball is played by Busquets that is behind Pedri and Croatia might be able to launch a counter-attack here Rebic has to shrug off the attentions of Aspilicueta he's done well up to Petkovic very neat little back heel there Brozovic now rolls the ball in front of Vlasic to the byline right hand side a great run had been made by Brozovic to get into the penalty area there, but Vlasic wasn't able to deliver the cross, and Croatia been forced back to the halfway line again. Easy Christensen. If Vlasic squares the ball first time at the earliest opportunity, Eric Garcia hadn't tracked his runner, and it was a tap-in for, I think it was Petrovic making that late run into the box. Superb counter-attack, though, by the Croatians, and that's a little taste for Spain to, to be even more aware of all this possession they've got Croatia is still a threat absolutely there are many ways to skid a cat and although Spain have dominated the possession they did that in their opener against Sweden and they didn't score despite all the chances they made and Croatia will feel there's been enough promise in these early 18 minutes to suggest on the counter-attack they may be able to catch Spain cold and this this back for Aspilicueta Garcia Laporte and Gaia they have not played together many times in the past Busquets rolls the ball back to Eric Garcia. Back to Busquets. Neat, triangular, tiki-taka passing from Spain as they get it up to Pedri. His ball encourages Ferran Torres to get to the byline. What a delivery that is! What a chance! Morata, though, couldn't put the header in. He headed it down. Was it onto his feet? Was it onto a defender? 
it just wasn't a clean attempted goal he heads it on it hits the arm of the defender Vida but his arms were down by his side the VAO will look at it is he but I can't see them giving a penalty for that wow that's fascinating I mean firstly that play from Spain was just incredible the way they've moved the ball through the thirds a delightful ball in from from Ferran Torres Morata has to score we were talking about Koke a few moments earlier had to score Morata had to score in that moment it was just the most perfect crossing from the right hand side it's gone over the two centre halves and landed on Morata's head and it was almost like he miscued it it was going back across goal and that's why it's hit Vida's arm but no his arm was by, by his side and not a penalty but my word, two huge chances for Spain. Huge! Oh my word! It's a mistake by the goalkeeper! Levac! I can't believe this! There is an opening goal for Croatia that has come completely against the run of play. That has come from absolutely nothing. There was a back pass towards the goalkeeper, was it? Une Simon. There seemed to be no danger at all. He has completely missed the ball here we'll get to see a replay a back pass from the halfway line has gone through the goalkeeper I mentioned earlier the sun perhaps in his eyes but this is inexcusable it just bounces in front of him and he completely misses it it is a howler on the world stage Une Simon the goalkeeper for Spain calamity befalls him and one of the most bizarre own goals you will ever see it's a back pass not from the edge of the penalty area is he not from 15 20 yards out. it's from the halfway line have you ever seen anything like that in football never croatia who have hardly had a chance they lead one nil and they come again is he my word the ball has traveled at least 45 yards yes the ball was bouncing there is no excuse the ball was even in the shadows on this pitch there wasn't even any sunlight on that section of the pitch for for the goalkeeper to have the excuse of, of missing the ball but you will never see a more bizarre own goal than that and Sometimes, Pedri as well, the young 18-year-old. Well, look, it's absolutely not his fault. He Completely is. He, not. I mean, you know, sometimes an own goal, you might say, oh, you've you, you've lashed it back at the goalkeeper, you've hit it at an awkward... I mean, it's the real... It barely got... Oh, it trickled over the goal line. There was no power. It has just come towards him, a little bounce in front of him. And for whatever reason, he completely fails to anticipate that bounce. His feet remain on the ground. He just needed to lift his boot up four inches. It was and he left it on the ground, and it's in behind him. Complete lapse in concentration. I've watched that in slow motion again, and looking at his body shape and his reaction, and everything's okay. I just wonder whether the bounce of the ball, which happened about 10 to 15 yards in front of him, the ball has skidded off the surface. I mean, there's no excuse. I'm not trying to defend him here, but... He's just completely lapsed in concentration and taken his eye off it at the last second. And the ball, I mean, there was enough pace on it to take it into the back of the net. It was travelled almost, like you say, from the halfway line. But honestly, you will never see a more bizarre own goal and in such a context where the game has been so one-sided in Spain so far. Croatia will not believe they are leading this game. Spain will not believe they are behind. Two guilt-edged opportunities, first for Koke, then for Morata. Heavens knows how they didn't score either of them. And then with one of the most bizarre own goals, not just in European Championship history, of major tournament history, we have seen some corkers over the years, but that was absolutely bizarre beyond belief. A back pass, a soft back pass, 
from the halfway line somehow managed to squirt beyond the goalkeeper Livkovic there was absolutely no reason for that I mean I have to say and I, I want to choose my words very carefully here Izzy because he's a great guy we've got Rob Green in the studio and Rob will be the perfect guest to talk about that he won't want to but he's the perfect one because well he's been on our program earlier on today I'm sure he's probably putting his head under the pillow now because he knows everyone's going to want to ask his opinion on this Rob who had a mistake for England against USA in the World Cup in 2010 but even that that was a shot from the edge of the penalty area from an opponent. I mean, this was a back pass from the halfway line. Absolutely remarkable. And Spain, you can see, are shell-shocked. They started the game so well, they cannot believe how fate has befallen them here. And they trail 1-0. Challenged by Garcia on the edge of the penalty area on Ante Rebic. Referee waves away the protest. But I think we're all just in shock at the nature of this opening goal for Croatia, is it? I'm in total shock. And... Croatia have just gathered inevitably so much momentum from that freak incident that goal that they found themselves 1-0 up with and all of a sudden we're seeing Modric get on the ball he's on the half turn Modric into Vlasic that was world class Vlasic holds off the defender hits the side netting the angle was tight at the end but that just oozed quality from Luka Modric as he put the thread through the eye of a needle to pick out the perfect ball for Vlasic and he did well persistent strong to hold off Eric Garcia's lunge and Garcia did just enough to bring him wide and that meant the ultimate shot was at a stretch and it went into the side heading but from from being under the cosh from absolutely bailing out water earlier on Croatia now the team on top who would have thought it I mean now they've just gathered confidence like I was saying Luka Modric receiving on the half turn feeding Vlasic Vlasic has done so well to escape Eric Garcia's um, challenge there and he's off balance as he hits the ball but it's just I can't believe how much this game has shifted in momentum you'll never see a more drastic shift in momentum in a game I'm looking here on my monitor from UEFA they they can't decide yet who who they're going to give this own goal to it's down as an own goal clearly the main thrust of it has come from the halfway line from Pedri but there was a touch on the on the laces of the goalkeeper's boot on the way through I wonder if they might even give that as an Une Simon own goal it is certainly his error uh, Pedri will be feeling terrible about the whole thing but frankly he is the innocent party here as here come Croatia again Vlasic is growing into the game wonderfully plays the ball into Petkovic outside him to the left hand side Matteo Kovacic sees the side of goal shoots but it's just too high it fizzes over the crossbar Croatia are now banging on the door to make it 2-0 as things stand Croatia are going through to the quarterfinal unless Spain can get their act together here another taste of goal for Croatia the, the operation now is is Pepe Simon in goal his confidence has, has hit the bottom of the has hit the bottom of the ocean almost and you were just saying then Connor about listening to Rob Green's views on this at half time and I want to know what Rob thinks about the fact that this Spanish team they're so good at taking the ball individually that they're always thinking one or two passes ahead and I wonder whether the goalkeeper was doing exactly that and that's why he's taking his eye off it's the ball. a very good shout he wasn't thinking about controlling it another cross from Ter uh, Ferran Torres on the right hand side and the header goes awry this time from Sarabia who was arriving from the left but you're right he was thinking I'm not going to play to the fullback he's going to play it into the middle what he wasn't thinking is I have got to look at this ball and make sure I trap it I mean the simple things but 
you know, every footballer will have a mistake at some stage, something like this, right? It'll happen different. Sometimes a fullback doesn't control, it goes out for a throw-in or something. For this to happen on this stage, knockout round to the European Championships, is astoundingly bad luck for Une Simon. It's... It's, you just wince, don't you? You wince when yeah, you look at the replay. I mean, they need to stop showing replays now because this is getting a little bit too much. That's just been the slowest motion. Zoomed in right on the goalkeeper. You can see Luis Enrique. He's holding a water bottle against his forehead thinking, what on earth has just happened? But It's it's the ninth own goal at this tournament. We mentioned earlier on own goals have been the top scorer for Spain. There hasn't been nine own goals in, if you add up all the previous European championships there's ever been, that the finals, there has never been nine own goals in total. We've had nine in this one tournament at Euro 2020, but that is one that absolutely will stand alone. You can talk about obscure own goals, you can talk about comedic own goals. That was just incredible, and I think we are going to be discussing it for a long, long time time. Koke has been cut by a frailing arm of Ante Rebic and Spain are going to get a free kick. Just seeing a replay and I think Koke has been a little bit sneaky there. It hits him sort of top of his chest but he's gone down as if he's been struck in the face. Anyway, Croatia won Spain nil. What an opening half an hour this has been. What a story brewing in Copenhagen and Spain who were thoroughly dominated until, uh, dominating until that bizarre own goal. Now they are struggling to put things together. The Croatians are loving it, of course, and they are going in full of thunder into every challenge. The latest Rebic into Koke again. Yeah, and the infectious start to this game from Brozovic in the central midfield area for Croatia. He's been leaving a couple of late ones on the Spanish midfield, and then that's infected Rebic to go and do the same, and he's leaving late challenges, and this is where for Spain... They've got to keep their heads in these moments. They've already had enough to deal with. They've missed two chances. They've had an own goal. And now the Croatians are picking up. The own goal does go down for Une Simon, which I think it will, even though the back pass is from Pedri. The own goal would mean there has now been four goalkeepers to score own goals at Euro 2020. Before Euro 2020, there had never been an own goal from a goalkeeper at a European Championship. Flag is raised to the far side. Spain catching Vlasic offside Croatia won Spain nil but if you're just joining our coverage of Five Live we have witnessed the most bizarre own goal of this season of this tournament frankly for a hell of a long time I mean I, you, you look back at it and you just go how can that happen I'm trying to break it down and I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's thinking two passes ahead you can even tell when you watch it in slow motion that his body shape is like textbook, the way you get told as a young player to open up your body and receive the ball on the back foot. And he's doing all of the right things, and the only thing he hasn't done is focused on where the ball's coming from. And uh, do you know what, Connor? I keep thinking, he's had too long to think about receiving the ball. The ball's travelled 45, I'm going to guess 45 yards. I'd love to know the exact yardage, but he's had too long to think about controlling the ball. And don't know where this stands in, in the history of own goals but it'll be one of the longest range own goals ever I mean it has to be and I'm <laughs> sure people on social media will be digging out there's always one bizarre example in South America but you know what I mean incredible here comes Koke tried to play it onto Morata good strong defending uh, Duya Chaletetar is able to clear it away the centre half who's in for the suspended Dan Lovren Croatia riding their look and leading Spain by a goal to nil, Spain trying to recapture the rhythm and tempo that they had in the early stages of the match. 30 minutes played, 
Eric Garcia with the white boots. You know, I always remember as a school kid playing football and you're told if you ever give a back pass, you pass it back wide to the post. And of course, that's because you've school, you know, school kids, they might miss something. Here's Morata into the penalty area. Chaletta Char comes across and that's going to be a quarter. But this was, there was no danger for well, little Pedri. He's done nothing wrong there. No, he hasn't. And, you know, as soon as I've seen it, that's the first thing that came into my mind, Connor, was as a child, as a, as a young player growing up, don't pass the ball within the width of the goalpost yeah. if you're going back to the goalkeeper. But the ball's too wide. far. Yeah, make the, the goalkeeper move for it. Here's Sarabia's corner. Good header from Brozovic at the front post. In fact, it was Petkovic. Bruno Petkovic was back defending on the edge of the six-yard box. He's pushed in the back by... Let's see, who was it arriving here? Aspilicueta, I think. Uh, anyway, the referee decided that that lunge from the Chelsea captain was... You know, it, it was Brozovic who headed it away, but it was it was it was jumping into another standing defender from Aspilicueta that saw him pinged there, and there's a free kick to Croatia away to our right hand side. Croatia won, Spain nil. A first half that has featured the bizarre goal of the tournament so far, but they all count, and one goal could be enough for Croatia here. Can it bring them into the last 16? Later on, we've got France against Switzerland, winner of that one will play the winner of this in the quarterfinals. Tomorrow on Five Live, it'll be building up to England against Germany at Wembley. It's the five o'clock kickoff. All the build-up from Five Live breakfast in the morning. Rachel is going to be at David Beckham and Harry Kane's old school, the uh, Chingford Foundation School. She'll be talking to Kane's former coach and now vice-principal. Now, big names on the show as well. Alan Shearer and Jurgen Klinsmann as well. They'll be on together. And, of course, all the fans view. And it's going to be big. It's England-Germany. It doesn't get much bigger than that. And we will be all over it tomorrow here on Five Live. Right. 1-0 Croatia. Can they hold on to this lead? Guardiol is closed down by Ferran Torres. Ball goes out of play. Torres, who's, who's been as good as any of the Spaniards so far. The quality of his deliveries have been excellent. But Spain have not been able to put any of those chances into the net. He has. It's been a trait so far. The way that Spain have played is to find Torres. He, he's looked so sharp. And just watching the way that he passes the ball into Morata inside, he gives it to him on the safe side so that the defender cannot nick, jump in front of him and nick the ball. It's such smart play when you're thinking about sort of the fluidity of an attack. Think of all the debate that goes into picking squads and choosing tactics. And Luis Enrique will think, well, you know, you cannot legislate for this. He's brought in Une Simon. He could have had De Gea. He could have had Aretha Balaga. He's gone for Une Simon. And Une Simon has just dropped the mistake of his life. He'll play as a goalkeeper for the rest of his life. He'll never make an error like that. He has done it at the terrible time for Luis Enrique. As Dumagoy Vida back inside his own penalty area is pushed in the back. It doesn't matter anyway. Flag was raised. Sarabia had been offside at the start of that move. So it wouldn't have counted. But Vida, who's a real warrior. The Besiktas player. He's played in every match of this tournament so far the long fair hair looks a bit like a viking and he stood strong to the challenge there this is the trouble for spain you know tactically this is exactly what croatia wanted absorb the pressure nick a goal rattle spain and then do not concede i mean it's working perfectly for zlatko dalic he could never have anticipated quite exactly how it was going to be like this mind you yeah, it's, just, it's going exactly how they'll have planned, but the only thing, obviously, they didn't plan for was the own goal, which I believe they probably would have tried to, to plan for the same scenarios, but to, to nick a goal off a set piece or something like that. But, I mean, sometimes you do create your own luck in football, but that's just 
that's just off the scale. Kimmel's a charge, tried to play a through ball, but it's been intercepted. And then Morata's delivery out to the left wing, looking to feed Sorabia. Excellent defending again. Juranovic did well, the 25 year old. He's in Poland with Legia Warsaw. He won the ball, Croatia get it away. And when it comes to Juranovic again, a frustrated challenge by Alvaro Morata, leaning into him with his right arm. Down goes the fullback. And that is going to be a free kick to Croatia, who are on top at the moment. Luka Modric in possession. He played one glorious ball earlier in the game. It actually, he's at a quiet opening 35 minutes by his standards, Modric, as his attempted clearance here is closed down by uh, Pedri. Modric, though, never ruffled. You know, even when something doesn't go exactly right, cool as you like, no problem, rectifies it and eventually does clear the ball away. But by his standards, he's been quiet. He has, but he knows that a player of his quality that if he's quiet there's space elsewhere for somebody else because he's being marked out of the game and you can see there that he's just dropped into that right back that what we call a false fullback position and he's allowed Juranovic to push on a little bit just to go and see who's going to come with me if I drop into areas of that midfield that you don't want to follow me into and he's asking questions of the of this Spain team because they're going well if you want a man mark me do so or I'm going to go and receive the ball. If you don't mark me, I'm going to pick out a pass. So he's so smart. He's been doing this for years. He's still looking as good at it now. Nine minutes to go until the break in Copenhagen. Five line for the BBC Euro 2020, the last 16. And Croatia leading Spain by Une Simon's own goal to nil. Koke with the Spain corner from the right hand side. Beats the first defender. Then it comes to Pedri on the edge of the box. Gaia fancies a shot. Hits his own teammate and spins away off target. Aspilicueta, that was one of those. It could have gone anywhere. It goes wide of the target in the end. The original shot was going well wide. Aspilicueta tried to divert it back towards the goal, but he sent it across the face of the target and ultimately wide. And Spain just can't catch a break at the moment. Nothing's going their way. No, they can't. Aspilicueta was actually onside then. How often do we see a recycled set piece, corner free kick? And people are lazy to get back on side for that second phase, but as Pelaqueta was actually on side, and I know the ball's travelling fast, but he's more aware. Could it have maybe taken a touchdown. He was free inside the six-yard box. It has been the tournament of the long-range bizarre goals. Patrick Schick, of course, against Scotland. Here's Pedri. Good work to get it out to Ferran Torres, who's on the left wing. Gaia tries to shoot with the goalkeeper out of position. They're appealing for a handball. Defender blocked that. Wasn't with his arm. Gaia drills it again. Good save. Must be Sarabia! Spain back to 1-1. Pablo Sarabia and feel the relief. This has been an agonizing 38 minutes for Spain, but they have forced their way back level. And the way he hit that, he nearly lifted the net off the ground. Sarabia unleashes some Spanish anger. They can't believe they've been 1-0 down in this. Now they are back to 1-1 big goal at a big big time I was originally thinking on that first phase of the attack what is Likovic doing the, the Croatian goalkeeper he's gone out of a ball for gone out for a ball which is so far out of his his territory he's ended up making another save and it's parried out to Sarabia who's just drilled it it's just looking at the replay now, Likovic has even got a touch on it he did he's hit his head on the way through now the VAR are doing a goal check what I imagine, and I'm not sure, because a lot happened there, was pinball in the penalty area. Morata may have been in an offside decision, a position as that final shot was taken, but he wasn't in the view of the goalkeeper. 
So if it is that, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Check over, goal stand. There was, I mean, the goalkeeper did make two saves in the build-up, but he didn't push it away from dangerous, as he says. Croatia won, Spain won. Feel the relief for Spain. It's the first thing that's really gone their way in this game so far. Yeah, and I mean, for all of their dominance so far in this game, they do deserve it. Here come Croatia again. It's going to be a barnstorming match now. Petkovic to the edge of the penalty area. Feeds it to the left-hand side. Rebic's first touch is poor. Sun might have been in his eyes. A flag was raised anyway. It wouldn't have counted. Ante Rebic, the Milan player, had worked his way into an offside position. Croatia won, Spain won. Own goal by the Spain goalkeeper, Une Simon. And then a good strike by Sarabia, who also scored against Slovakia last time out. That is his third international goal in total. He's had a lot of good press in Spain this week. They feel that bringing him into the team has, has really been the thing that has kick-started Spain back into the tournament. And I'm sure that hype will only grow now that he's got his name on the team sheet, uh, score sheet and he's got his feet on the ball now as Sarabia cuts in off the wing on the right-hand side and floats a cross-field ball to Torres. They've switched the wingers. Sarabia off the right now, Torres off the left. Torres cross into the penalty area. is headed away by Yoshko Guardiol. The left back from Dinamo Zagreb. Now foul by, or sorry, on Eric Garcia. Free kick to Spain, midway inside the Croatia half. Sarabia is having some tournament now. He's been involved in three goals between goals and assists. Here they come again. Aspilicueta to the byline right hand side, sends in a low cross. Pedrian burst into the penalty area, but Croatia get it away. Five minutes to go until the break, and this one could still go either way on five live from Denmark here is Emmerich Laporte Spain are back on level terms they've got their feet back on dry land because boy were they swimming around a lot after that extremely bizarre own goal after 20 minutes of this game and now Croatia having been a flurry of activity at 1-0 up they've fallen back into that defensive routine that they were adopting in the early stages of the game, but it was still nil-nil. Here's Sarabia, down the right-hand side again. Good defending by Guardiol. Makes the block on the cross, puts it out for a corner. Is he Christensen? You know what? This this game is superb. I know that the own goal is so out of the blue, but, I mean, player for player on this pitch now, it's so entertaining. You've got so much quality. You've got players cancelling each other out. You've got attacks. Croatia look like they're going to score off every attack technically it's been so good and, and that's the bizarre nature of, of the own goal being an absolute technical nightmare I mean everything else the first touch I mean nobody else has put a foot wrong in terms of technique and poor Olunay Simon with a howler for that opening goal of the game corner to Spain right hand side as they come forward Croatian fans have been quietened down just a little bit with that equaliser from Sarabia. Will it be the right foot of Koke to take this corner? Two standing over. It is Koke. It's the outswinger. Trying to find Morata at the front post. Rebic was back marshalling him. Pedri picks it up for Spain on the edge of the penalty area. And Gaia with a nice pass out to the left-hand side to Ferret Torres. Settles it on his right boot. Delivers the cross just behind Aspilicueta. Sits up for Koke! And he hits it with the outside of the right boot but well wide of the target. Low and firm but not so handsome and that is disappointing from Koke, who had a really good chance earlier on in the game, but it was nil-nil, and his weak shot was saved by Levakovic at that time. Is he Christensen? Not bad from Koke. He's, he's done well to keep the ball down. I mean, myself as a midfielder, you, 
when a ball drops like that on the edge of the box it's, it's a dream Koke, technically gifted player Lazic back to the centre circle back to Marcelo Brozovic now Luka Modric with a bright yellow captain's armband Koke crunches in and fouls Kovacic and that is going to be a free kick to Croatia which they take quickly Domagoj Vida a central defender arms outstretched urging someone to come short for him which Nikola Vlasic does they'll attack down the right hand side Croatia Juranovic steadies himself delivers a really good ball in but bounces once and Unai Simon holds his nerve makes the save Croatia got a few bodies into the penalty area there but the goalkeeper did well they did and much better from Croatia finding that earlier cross Juranovic has just put it into that sort of corridor in between the centre-halves and the goalkeeper and you know what I'm going to give you nice Iceman a little bit of credit here it's not nice when the ball bounces in like that with such pace but he's done well to hold it winner of this game goes through to play the quarter-final in St Petersburg on Friday against either France or Switzerland 1-1 for the moment Alvaro Morata edge of the penalty area left-hand side delivers a left-footed cross Chaleta Char came off his knee I think straight up into the air Guardiol's clearance does clear the penalty area Brozovic does some mopping up and then comes back to Guardiol and they're making quite hard work of this Croatia they do give away the ball inside their own half better from Spain who have clearly caught a second wind dizzy since that equalising goal yeah they have and the main threat is coming from Morata dropping in deep I'm just watching it here on the bigger screen where you've got the full pitch view Morata's dropping in deep and he's attracting the attention of the two Croatian centre-halves and every time he's doing it now Koke just making that late midfield run Modric, so hard to pick up good work on the edge of the penalty area and then Jovanovic up towards Brozovic comes back to Modric again just outside the penalty area very accurate header in front of Matija Kovacic and he will break into the Spanish half rolls the ball in front of Rebic and good work again from Une Simon coming out of his penalty area sweeper keeper and beating Rebic to the ball and clearing it away well he's done really well the last two times he's been involved the Spanish goalkeeper but he has some work to do to make amends from that error with the own goal earlier on Croatia won Spain won we're about to find out what's going to be added on for stoppages at the end of what's been a pulsating first half the last two games between these sides have featured 11 goals 3-2 to Croatia 6-0 to Spain and I've got a strong feeling is it we haven't seen the last of the goals in this one no I think it's got a goal fest written at, written on this in the second half I think both managers will just just want to get inside now and, and get their teams sat down and discuss with them what they're going to do and to, to get a hold of this game because it's become I mean for the neutral pretty transitional so it's thoroughly entertaining but for, for both managers I'm sure not on the touchline just one minute being added on for stoppages there was no real obvious delays in this first half it's been, it's been quite a frantic 45 minutes of football here comes Koke for Spain ball onto Sarabia excellent into Morat on the edge of the D turns shoots but it's been that sort of tournament for him too high he got all the power he was almost trying too hard Morata none of the accuracy and Croatia relieved to see that spill away and out for a goal kick as the referee does blow the whistle for half time so as bizarre and own goal as you'll see from Une Simon a real stern effort from Sarabia to make it 1-1 you could see what it meant to Spain at the time they were really worried this curse of Euro 2020 had followed them to the Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen but is he they did well to get back on level terms who's your favourite to go and win it now? 
Good afternoon, everyone. This is TSN's live coverage of Euro 2020, the home of Euro 2020. I am your host, Matthew Cause, and we are joined by Andy Petrillo as Spain trailing Croatia 1-0. And Andy, as someone who always self-professed love for goalies, how <laughs> tough is this for the Spanish keeper? Oh, my goodness. It's just, it's completely brutal, right? I mean, he, he's not doing much throughout the game, and maybe he just got a little casual and the, and the pass back. Not that we haven't seen this before. It's happened, but it is rare. But yeah, I guess he just got a little too casual with it. And there was, um, there, there, it was definitely a heavy ball because it doesn't yeah. just go off your foot like that and go as quickly as it did into the net. So it had some oomph behind it. Um, but you then, you know, you heard the commentators afterwards talking about is there a strategy? When you pass back, you know, as a player, should you be angling it outside the post as opposed to directly to your keeper who's standing in the open mouth? But yikes, yikes, yikes! Thank goodness his team got one back for him. It uh, it was it was. And by the way, like what I felt bad for early on, Spain was in total control, eighty mm-hmm. percent possession in the first fifteen minutes. Coke um, with a great chance, but a bad finish shot right at the goalie. Then Morata with a great chance in front of the net, a a bad header there. This has been a very entertaining first half. Yeah, and I mean, so that's where it's deceiving. If you were to have tuned in when it was 1-0, you would have thought, my goodness, I mean, Croatia is obviously getting the better of a younger, you know, Spanish team, and Nope, and you see what happens there, and you're, you got you have to give credit to Spain. I mean, they are yes. they are pretty much dominating, and they fought hard. And I think they would have been awarded a penalty kick anyway because Modric that was a handball in the box. They just ended yep. up scoring on the play, uh, so I feel like this game would have been level uh, no matter what. But uh, what is that now? Did I hear them say like that's nine own goals in this tournament alone, where there have been eighteen own goals in the entirety of the tournament going back to the 60s or whatever like uh, what in the world is going on this year yeah you're absolutely right the stat is and it's pretty crazy from 1960 until 2016 nine own goals in euro 2020 nine own goals so by the way i think off the top i might have i might have said one nil for croatia yes it is one one obviously between these teams but yes nine own goals already and we still got plenty games left for the final 16 yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what to say to that. To be honest with you, I'm like, I don't know. Is there something in the air? Is there something in the water? I mean, how do you explain that? Is it, is it nerves? I mean, do we really want to launch an investigation and look into the ball? Like, have they changed the ball? <laughs> is there more spin on it? Is it doing something weird? Because I couldn't tell you why that is. It truly is. Um, it's just, it's strange. Maybe it's just, you know, the anomaly. It's going to be in this tournament only, but because uh, even Spain, when you look at um, you know their goals that they've scored in this tournament, I think it's almost half, not including today's uh, goal, but almost half. I think were own goals. Like they, yeah. they 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 took advantage of the other opponents, and you know you have to give credit. Bottom line too is you're obviously creating some sort of pressure. You're doing something that's allowing as well the other team to have a panic moment. Um, but, um, you know, you kind of look at it and you wonder, okay, can the team actually score? 
or are they relying on the own goals? But anyways, what an anomaly. <laughs> it is. Uh, on the other, and by the way, possession, 69% for Spain. Shots on goal, 4-0 for Spain over Croatia. Shots, 11-2 for Spain. And yet, the game is tied at 1. On the other side, Andy Petrillo may have th- some thoughts about Italy beating Austria 2-1 and their next match against Belgium on Friday, which also is on TSN 1050 and TSN Radio, all across the TSN Radio networks. That's coming up in just a moment. You're listening to TSN Radio's official coverage of Euro 2020. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. Spain and Croatia all tied at one, live from Copenhagen. And uh, Andy Petrillo is joining me, as always, for the noon uh, Euro match. And uh, uh, Andy, my first question for you. At the end of regulation, on Saturday, or close to the end of it, when it was nil-nil, Italy and Austria, how were your emotions? They were horrible. And um, <laughs> I, was, I was working that day with our good friend, uh, Christian Jack, Yep. And he was taking great pleasure in uh, <laughs> telling me that he had predicted the game was going to go to penalties. He's like, ah, oh, but I still think Italy's going to win at penalties, but I think it's going to go to penalties. And I said, KJ, I can't handle that. I seriously cannot handle that. So uh, it was great to see them, you know, get those uh, get those two goals. Obviously, they conceded. That was the first time in well over a 1,000 minutes that they conceded a goal, but it doesn't matter. The win is what counts. And now we'll see what they can do against what appears to be a depleted Belgium side. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, De, you know, Kevin De Bruyne coming off in that game with a left ankle injury, which he picked up in the first half, tried to play through it two minutes into the second half, had to be subbed off. And then um, Aiden Hazard looked like he pulled up with a hamstring injury, and that's never good. When you see that, oof. Uh, so those are two huge names that are difference makers for the Belgium side that could be missing in that quarterfinal game. Absolutely. A lot more pressure on Lukatu then. But uh, Italy, uh, their path has just gotten a little bit easier. It's nothing against Italy. Good for them for getting it done, but also a little bit of luck on their side. And then the team that uh, everyone's adopted as their second favorite, Denmark, a 4-0 win over Wales. Uh, just everyone getting on board after the cardiac arrest situation with uh, Ericsson. And now Denmark moves on as well. Yeah, I mean, I think every, I mean, Denmark, I think we always knew was going to be a team that could challenge. But to your point, after that first game, we just thought, my goodness, not just losing, you know, a caliber player, but losing a friend. How is that going to affect them emotionally? And how would they be able to bounce back from that? And, you know, coming back and playing that game and losing to Finland, we thought, okay, their tournament's done. But they've rallied around. Uh, they found themselves again. And, you know, and here we go. And, and now Wales, which uh, you think a lot of people were, the Welsh, they were hoping to be competitive just they weren't they um they completely crumbled and i know that their defender chris gunter has come out and criticized euros and the tournament and i guess talking about scheduling and blah 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 right like (laughs) i'm not saying things aren't tough but the bottom line is is when you can start to look at other teams who have faced adversity and they're overcoming it it's okay to say we faced adversity and couldn't overcome it you don't start crapping on the the tournament's just fine so yeah. unfortunate how they've uh, how they've exited, but good on Denmark. And one guy's becoming a star for the Czech Republic. Patrick Schick scores mm. again. Uh, they upset the Netherlands two nil. That's another cool story for people. Um, Andy, but before we end this, uh, your thoughts for the for the second half? A wild first half, dominated by Spain, but tied at one. Uh, your uh, your prediction of what to expect in the second half? 
I mean, if, if Spain continues to play this way, where they are dominating possession, they're moving very fast, they're, they're basically wearing Croatia down. If they continue to do that, then I think they will get the next goal. I think that the, it will be a Spanish victory uh, unless, you know, the Croatians can remain patient, can stay strong defensively, and then look for that counterattack. But to me, it's been looking like all Spain so far in this game. We'll see if uh, Croatia changes up some tactics. But if not, yeah. I'm going Spain. Well, they're going to need a lot more from uh, Luka Modric in the second half as well. Andy, as always, a pleasure chatting with you. Take care. Enjoy right. the rest of Euro 2020 action. You as well, my friend. Take care. That is Andy Petrillo. I'm Matthew Kaz. The second half between Spain and Croatia coming up in a moment. You're listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. I'm your host, Matthew Cause. It is all knotted up at 1-1 between Spain and Croatia. Spain dominated early. Spain with two brilliant opportunities to score, one by Koke, one by Morata. Instead, an own goal, skipping past the foot of the keeper, giving Croatia a 1-0 lead when at the time it felt like it should have been 2-0 for Spain. Spain was able to tie it for the second half. Croatia is going to have to apply more pressure if they're going to want to advance against a pretty good Spanish team today. Just bad luck, the only thing keeping them from having a large lead. So now we go back to Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen, and with the call, here is Connor McNamara and Izzy Christensen. Again, you're listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. Championship, and it's the first time at a Euros finals that there has ever been an own goal scored from outside the box. Right, that is the goal that Croatia scored. Sarabia made it 1-0. There is a change in personnel for Croatia at the start of the second half. And Andre Kramaric is going to come on, the Hoffenheim player, briefly at Leicester in the past. He played in all three of the group games. He has come on just to give a, a different presence in attack for Croatia. In the first half in which they set out absorbing pressure. They nicked that own goal completely against the run of play. And it's a straight swap here. Bruno Petkovic, who have been playing as the centre-forward, off. And Andre Kramaric on in his place. Kramaric, who scored against Spain... The last time these sides met, that was a Nations League game in 2018. Pretty much a straight swap. Is he? I don't think that'll affect the, 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 the formations too much. It doesn't affect the formation, but I think it's going to affect the way that Croatia are playing. I think that they've recognised in that first half that Eric Garcia and Amaric Laporte have been quite vulnerable down the sides, dealing with pace and direct runners at them. I don't think... Petkovic really provided that. He's obviously a big guy up there. Not as much pace as Kramaric is going to have. And I wonder whether they're going to have the same system, same style, but a little bit more of a threat in behind now with that number nine. Oh, hearts and mouths there as a back pass went to Hune Simon. And the Croatia fans gave him the, the Spanish ole there, like a bull charging at him. But he, he held his nerve. He did what he should have done. He managed to clear the ball away. He did what he didn't do in the first half. Croatia won, Spain won very entertaining last 16 games so far in the bright sunshine of the Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen Domagoj Vida has possession Croatia dressed all in black with the red trim Spain in the change kit too they're wearing all white Alvaro Morata tries to come forward and he's almost wrestled to the ground by Joško Guardiol another free kick to Spain they've not taken any prisoners these Croatia players they've given away a lot of free kicks but we haven't had any yellow cards in the game is it? No and that's a real surprise so far with the amount of 
late challenges that we saw from Brozovic and uh, Kovacic in the first half. Um, the referee, I think, I mean, in all fairness, he's let the game flow, which I think is what's contributed to the fact that it's thoroughly entertaining. And I think sometimes when you've got midfielders who are so technically good on both teams at receiving the ball in tight areas, it does draw fouls, and sometimes it's the only way to stop each other playing. Now again, Koke and Sarabia stand over it. Koke takes it, right-footed, floated into the penalty area. Vida jumps highest. His header, though, goes straight to Sarabia on the edge of the box, and he heads up towards the corner flag on the right-hand side, prowled upon by Luka Modric, worked in field. Back through Pedri to Eric Garcia. Croatia just step up a little bit, but they're holding a line along the edge of the penalty areas. Busquets gives the ball away. Now that could be dangerous. However, Brozovic in turn returns possession to Spain. Busquets is relieved there because that could have been a counter-attack in Spain at very thin in the back defence. Here's Busquets once again. Rolls it short to Eric Garcia. Spain playing from right to left now. Aspilicueta into Sarabia. And here is Koke on the right wing back into Sarabia who started the game on the left-hand side but before half-time it switched to the right and that's where he's begun the second period chance to look up rolls it low to the feet of Pedri the teenager who's been uh, deemed to have scored the own goal in the first half that's a lovely ball Gaia's got room on the left he will steady himself plays it in towards the front post Morata lunged at it couldn't get a touch and a chance of a counter-attack as Croatia come over the halfway line Vlasic though with a heavy touch and that allows Emmerich Laporte to sweep across and put it out for a throw-in. But this high-tempo nature of the game continues, is he, Christiansen? It does. It's just started how the first half ended. It's exciting. It's Croatia just showing early on there um, that they're a threat on the counter-attack. Really, really smart play in dealing with the counter-press from Spain and getting out of tight areas and proving that they're a threat. And Laporte's had to sweep up again. 1-1. For now, France against Switzerland to come from Bucharest at 8pm live here on 5 Live. You can follow all the action on the Daily Euros podcast. Don't forget to download and subscribe via BBC Sounds. The biggest news, debate, the reaction throughout the tournament. You can find that on BBC Sounds or indeed wherever you normally get your podcasts. But there'll be a big episode tomorrow building up to England against Germany. 5pm kickoff on 5 Live tomorrow it's not the only show in town but it will feel like it Sweden against Ukraine is at Hamden that's the eight o'clock kickoff uh, tomorrow night once England Germany has come to a halt don't know about you Izzy I think penalties as a neutral Irishman I will very much enjoy England Germany penalties at, at Wembley what do you reckon I'm not too sure I'm ready for that but you know what you've just reminded me that England play Germany tomorrow after that own goal I'd completely forgotten about it. watching Spain here speaking of penalties this week is the anniversary of England beating Spain on spot kicks at Euro 96. Remember the famous celebration of Stuart Pearce who had missed a penalty at Italia 90 but was brave enough to take one again. And big red-faced, fist-clenched celebration when he did score against the Spaniards. This one could still go to penalties, remember. One way or the other, we get an outcome. 1-1 for now. Eric Garcia has possession, 15 yards inside his own half. Spain trying a little bit more measured approach. We could see television pictures inside the tunnel as the Spain players came out. And after they had left the dressing room and they were just huddling at the mouth of the tunnel, you could see the coach, Luis Enrique, coming out behind them. And he was very much drilling them up. And you could see, you know, he was saying, come on, arise it, let's go. And it'll be interesting to see if they can keep that tempo against a Croatia team who are showing their nous. You know, you're looking at this game, is you can 
easily see how they managed to get through to the finals last time because they are a tight unit. They are, and they've got um, a wealth of experience in dealing with games like this. And I was thinking before the game that when these two sides got drawn up against each other in this stage, that it's almost an injustice to both nations that they're playing each other so early on. Because in Croatia, they're always a little bit... They're not underdogs, but they've always been so good in these tournaments. And obviously you've got Rakitic, who's obviously recently retired, and what he brought to that Croatian team in that World Cup. Spain on the attack. There's a decent build-up. It eventually comes to nothing. Sarabi on the byline trying to cut it back into a dangerous position. Busquets there was pulling the strings all the way through. He played uh, several one-twos as they worked their way forward. It was a good build-up from Spain, but no shot on target at the end of it. 1-1 it remains. We've played seven minutes in the second half. Here come Croatia down the right-hand side. Juranovic cuts in from right back. Tries to play it in front of Vlasic and he overcooks it. It needed just a delicate nudge. It was forced in front of Vlasic and it's easily picked up by Nate Simon. Yeah, Vlasic has just turned round then and said to him, like, give us a chance. Just needs to be slipped in with a nice weight that's in, not enough for the goalkeeper to come out, but his frustration, he'd done so much work in getting into that area. Croatia won, Spain won. Alvaro Morata allows the ball bounce in front of him. Plays it to Sarabia on the right wing. Very well won back by Ante Rebic for Croatia. He tries to play it through the middle for Kramaric, but again, just too far in front of the Croatia number nine. And it runs through to Unai Simon, way to our right-hand side. Croatia, it's like slow, slow, quick, quick, slow. You know, they, they, they almost lull you into thinking they've switched off, but boy, can they transition quickly. They get the ball and bang, they're bearing down on the Spanish penalty area. Here is Eric Garcia just on the edge of that box, rolling it to Morata, who again is dropping deep repeatedly here. Chaleta Char comes with him there, kicks into the ankles again, and he'll be spoken to by the referee. Could it secure? There's been a lot of fouls from Croatian defenders and midfielders. Still no cards shown, but I think somebody is going to get one soon, and it mightn't be that that foul was particularly the worst one, but just the cumulative effect of the number of fouls given away by Croatia in this game so far. Kaleta Card just there saying as a centre-half, if the centre-forward wants to drop that far and, and get on the ball in Morata there, he's going to go with him and basically saying to him, wherever you go, I'm going. And I'm not afraid at all to leave one on you. Croatia have given away almost three times as many fouls as Spain in the game. So, oh my word, Kaleta Card came through the back of Morata there. He didn't make any connection with him, but it felt reckless at the time. Uh, the referee wants the ball. Now, is he saying that it's soft? Let's see now. He is calling for the ball, and he's pinching his hands together. And I think this is due to the inflation level of the ball. They need one that is fully pumped up, and that is going to be changed there. But play was just held up as Spade tried to attack, and I don't think they're too delighted about the timing of that. But obviously, one of the players has said to the referee, uh, that, that the ball needs to be replaced. You think of UEFA, how many balls have they got? They can't find one to bring onto the pitch immediately. But it gives a little bit of a pause, and Luis Enrique and Zlatko Delic can bellow on some instructions to their players. Ten minutes played now, easy in the second half, and the closer this goes to the 90 minutes, the more nervy and edgy it is going to become at 1-1. It is, and I don't know whether the, the air pressure inside the ball there took the referee's attention away from the second late challenge in 
few seconds from Chilekta Car there on uh, Maratta. Pedri's crossfield ball, brilliant for Sarabia, and it is Chilekta Char who clears it away from the edge of the six-yard box. I mean, he flew in, he slid along the ground. He must have, you know, the gold celebration, and guys slide on the turf. He must have gone ten metres on the ground there, Chilekta Char, as he flew through. Now, he didn't catch Maratta, but I'm actually surprised the referee didn't bring it back for reckless play. To be fair to him, he's been consistent. He's let a lot go today. He, he's allowed the game to flow. Here's Brozovic to the halfway line in the teal turquoise-coloured boots. Busquets tries to wrestle the ball off him. It had gone out of play first, and it's going to be a throw-in to Spain. Bang on the halfway line. Croatia won, Spain won for now. The throw-in will be for Spain and for Gaia. Busquets seems more prominent in this second half he's seen more of the ball the veteran of Barcelona 125th cap today the most experienced player in the squad he's not the most experienced player internationally on the pitch he's got some way to catch Luka Modric Modric today 142nd cap which is some going here comes Aspilicueta the Chelsea player for Spain he's got Pedri to his left hand side great burst by Pedri acceleration to get into the penalty area now he needs support Ferran Torres on the left hand side hangs it in must be and the header comes and it's a first ever international goal for Cesar Aspilicueta the right back from close range gives Spain the lead for the first time in this last 16 game in Copenhagen Croatia 1 Spain 2 Morata has been wasteful Koke has been wasteful, but the right-back, Cesar Aspilicueta, takes his moment, and Spain have the lead. Superb team goal, by the way. Ferran Torres' delivery all evening has been superb, and, you know, Morata, he has been wasteful, but his run takes the player away from the front post area it's so important that you have a front post runner in crosses from wide areas he just pins the goalkeeper pins the centre half and an unlikely source of Azpilicueta coming in at the right at, from that right back area in a late run and he can't miss it's the easiest header of his career but Morata has has done a part to play in that goal but I mean superb team goal the way they've built the ball down that left hand side well they're certainly not doing it the easy way but as things stand, it will be Spain going to St. Petersburg for the Euro 2020 quarter-final. There is still over half an hour to play. Boy, they've done it the hard way. The ridiculous own goal in the first half. Back to 1-1 by half-time. Now with just over 10 minutes played in the second period, Spain have their noses in front on his 27th cap. What timing from Cesar Azpilicueta to get his first international goal for Spain here come Croatia quickly taken free kick Juranovic sprinting down the right wing but it takes a kick off the turf and propels away from him and that's going to go out harmlessly for a goal kick to Spain well, you know, he won't be quite relaxed yet is he but this is much better now for the Spaniards it is yeah and I think I mean as Plaqueta he started that move off it was so it was well from the Croatians it was too easy in midfield Brozovic was isolated a 2v1 as Palaqueta's driven inside Pedri's just been so smart at such a young age to hold the space as Palaqueta's kind of fooled Brozovic into thinking he's going to pass it he doesn't he sells him Pedri then gets the ball drives out feeds Rod, uh, Ferran Torres sorry and as Palaqueta, the guy that started the move off he finishes it and such a good team goal, so much quality. Since Pilaqueta, who has been getting forward, sort of like that uh, 
Joe Cancelo position that Pep Guardiola had for Manchester City this season, the, the fullback who can become a midfielder when necessary. But you, is he praised the crossing of Ferran Torres in the first half, and no surprise that he's the guy supporting the, uh, providing the assist. Yeah, and he's had so much joy in the first half on this right-hand side, and that goal came from the left, just showing how unpredictable and versatile he is, and he's just put the ball into such a dangerous area with such a good weight. <laughs> Pedri's just sent another back pass to Une Simon, which given the context of what's happened today, he didn't put it wide to the post either, but lightning does not strike twice. If you missed our coverage in the first half, Pedri, well, his name is going to go down to the history books for the own goal, but it was a back pass from the halfway line, which inexplicably goalkeeper Une Simon allowed slip just above his toe and into the back of the net. Spain, though, have recovered from striking that particular iceberg. They now lead by two goals to one. Sarabia and Aspilicueta, Spain, who well, they've taken a while to get going. They had such an extremely sluggish start to Euro 2020. It took them until their third group game to get their first victory. But that was comprehensive, 5-0 against Slovakia on Wednesday. And now they have scored two goals today. And the European champions of 2008 and 2012, and of course World Cup winners in in 2010 they have the pedigree they have the caliber can they be peaking after what was such a slow start and what might be just the right time Croatia won Spain to for now they should try to play the way out of their own half and Milanovic has gone into a tangle with Busquets both players I think it might have just been a clash of heads or side of their necks maybe into each other no, do you know what it's the way they fell there they're in the air, Juranovic falls down on top of Busquets and he's come off the better of it, uh, the worse of it and he's going to need a little bit of... actually it's Guardiol, the left back. We're getting to see a replay our monitors of the Aspilicueta goal. Tell you what, for a right back that's the poacher's position. Just the desire to get in there, it's instinct. Yes, he's a right back, he's a defender, he's used to being on the other end of that, defending that run across him. But sometimes when you want it more, and that's what Azpilicueta did, it's so easy to get in there with the likes of Ferran Torres providing that sort of quality in wide areas. Half-time on Five Live, we played you the Spanish dumbstruck commentary from the own goal, and they were they were mute for a split second, which never happens in Spanish radio commentary. And I would like to compare that with the, the commentary of the Azpilicueta goal, because I think that will be a cacophony of noise, and they'll have very much enjoyed it. Sometimes, and I'm interested in your view as a player, is he on this? When, when you do it the hard way, when you come from 1-0 down, those are the victories that can actually feel all the sweeter, of course. Indeed, and when something so freak like that happens, I mean, you, you have a choice in those moments in these games to let yourselves crumble or to, to gather momentum from it and rally each other, and that's exactly what this Spanish side have done, and all credit to them for, for coming back from that bizarre event in the first half yes, they will have a, a siege mentality now they've been given so much criticism this tournament and yet they are on the cusp of a quarter-final appearance in St. Petersburg as things stand free kick to Spain near the halfway line Luka Modric the player committing the foul on Morata who's taken some heavy treatment today he's been on the receiving ends of so many kicks to the back of those ankles and calf muscles free kick of the halfway line which Busquets takes for Spain it's not quite panic time yet for Croatia they've still got a long long time to go but it is going to be difficult to break down a Spain team who are now purring and arguably playing their best football of the tournament so far 
cross comes Chaleta Tsar wins the ball ahead of Sarabia clears it away up towards the halfway line comes back to Guardiol he could draw what a lovely back heel that is from Kovacic he's in a left fullback position not the kind of location you would think for trying little fancy tricks but he pulled it off to perfection the Chelsea player here is Juranovic on the right hand side scoops it with his laces over the top trying to play in Kramaric but it bounces too far in front of him and it runs through to Une Simon Croatia won Spain 2 on 5-5 is he Christensen? Delightful from Kovacic there I think we've seen him do things like that over the past season in the Premier League for Chelsea and he's in that in that patch of sunlight as well I don't even know how we've seen that he's got an option inside with it when he's facing the stands and the people that are in it just that subtle back heel you'll have enjoyed that one Cesar Aspilicueta has become Spain's oldest ever goal scorer at a European Championships here on the ball is Pedri the youngest player to ever play in a knockout game at one of these finals Cookie with a nice ball out to the right hand side to Sarabia third goal for Spain and Croatia really would be in trouble his delivery left footed in towards Morata Domagoj Vida beats him to it on the edge of the six yard box and Guardiol mops up the pieces plays it into Brozovic then a ball over the top is Ante Rebic actually with a fancy flick there and again the service up towards Krabic the striker is again overcooked and they've just got to get that measure right Croatia to try and give a supply line to their number nine who came on at halftime and he's not been given great service in what the 20 minutes or so that we've had of the second period it's interesting to see that change so early on at half time because Petkovic was actually he wasn't really offering much threat in behind but he was actually distracting the two Spanish centre-halves and Laporte and Garcia and then Croatia were getting joy from runners off him and now you can just see exactly what they're trying to do they're trying to play long and trying to beat win the race in behind but even if he does win the race in behind he hasn't got runners with him because Croatia are so pinned back at the moment it's 1-1 at half-time this game Croatia's last game against Scotland was 1-1 at half-time they pulled away to win 3-1 in the second half now though Croatia have to come from behind try first of all get level with Spain and then see where they go from there here is Ante Rebic left wing for Croatia plays it in towards Brozovic came to him just at an awkward height bounced right where his feet were a difficult one to control he wasn't able to trap it Croatia hold on to possession but they're deeper now Modric sets them in flow again Vlasic that's good on to Brozovic helps it into the penalty area Rebic miscues it's set up for him he tried to hit it right footed but it's a scuffed shot and an easy save for Unai Simon. Really race wasteful there from Rebic. You can see what he's trying to do. He's got that angle on the left-hand side with his right foot. How often do we see opposite side players playing on their opposite foot, looking for that kind of curled ball into the far post? You can see what he's trying to do, but I think that was so wasteful given that they gained a lot of good territory there. Right in the Parkin Stadium in Denmark. Croatia won Spain 2 at Euro 2020 you know we like to keep you across all live sport and five lives so let's wing our way to Wimbledon correspondent Russell Fuller watching Andy Murray on court Russell back on a Wimbledon singles court for the first time in four years one game all first set against Nicolas Basilashvili as Katie Balter gets the first British win of Wimbledon 2021 she's just won in three sets against Danielle Lau Thanks very much, Russell, and the uh, commentary of Wimbledon continues on Five Live Sports Extra for now, and of course we'll be all over it on Five Live uh, over the next fortnight. As Croatia come in search of an equaliser in this last 16 game, 
in Copenhagen. Modric, really good touch into the penalty area. Orsic has just come on as a sub. Shot from the defender was it Kelecesar, and it's saved by Une Simon. And that's one of the first saves with his gloves he's had to make in the game. Modric inevitably was involved in pulling the strings. It was Guardiol, right-footed shot from the left-back, but he nearly squeezed it through. It's a good save from Simon. Excellent save from Simon there. He was alert, he was ready. Quite unlikely that Guardiol from that left-hand left-back, sorry, for Croatia, finding himself in that position so close to the goal, but if that's fallen to a striker or Luka Modric, for example, I think that's in the back of the net change they have made Orsic on for Rebic Croatia again as we said not quite running out of time yet but they do need to up the ante a little bit Brozovic thought he'd kept the ball in play Blazic certainly wasn't able to do so we get to see a replay again of that Guardiol chance I mean it's great defending from Aspilicueta making it so difficult stretching in front of Guardiol he did well to get it on target at all but denied by Simon diving down to his right hand side Live live from the BBC. The last 16. The sun's still shining brightly in Copenhagen, but the shape of the stand now means that most of the pitch is in shade. Domagoj Vida has it midway inside his own territory. To his left-hand side, Chalatetjar, who plays in France with Marseille. He's only played one full match so far at this tournament. Chalatetjar, he's in because Lovren is suspended. Here's a chance, though. Breaking away down the other end. Croatia into the penalty area. Shot by Kramaric is saved. It wouldn't have counted anyway. It was one of those late flags from the linesman who had to wait until it went dead before he could lift it. But for a moment, Kramaric thought he was in. I'll tell you what, it's a tight one. But the officials deciding he was offside. Anyway, Simon made the save, so it doesn't matter regardless. Aaron Torres has come over to the touchline to get instructions from Luis Enrique. It's been 2-1 up, but they know the job is not done yet, is he? No, most certainly not. It's a dangerous scoreline, this. Spain have been the better team, but like you were saying earlier, Connor, that the Croatians have got this switch and they can just turn things on when they want and they they surprise you when you least expect it and they need to push for that second goal, uh, sorry, that third goal to Spain because I can see the Croatians nicking something if they don't get one. Yeah, I'm not sure I trust this Spanish defence to, to hold firm. You know, I think their best chance, you're right, is to go and get the third. Here's Pedri. He's living the dream, 18 years of age, he is a kid, he's just had the full season of Barcelona, here he is playing, starting for Spain in the knockout stages, and Euro 2020, Sarabia cuts in off the right-hand side, Sarabia of Paris Saint-Germain, he's another who's predicted to be on the move this summer, former Sevilla player, but apparently Paris Saint-Germain willing to let him go. If any Premier League clubs would be interested in Sarabia, he's, uh, he's looked a class act to this tournament so far, that's for sure. Spain now, the fans with the Olays, they are outnumbered in the parking stadium by their Croatian counterparts, but all you can hear is Spanish voices now, they are keeping the ball inside the Croatia half, Chalatacar hammers it to the back of Morata, Morata bounces back up the turf though and wins the ball for Koke, now Brozovic comes in, hatchet job again, it's another foul by Brozovic and how he's not had a yellow card today, I have no idea, I mean he's rattled into Koke there once again, and uh, you know, Okay, it on its own, maybe not, but the fact he's done that eight or nine times is what is the right he hasn't got the booking. Yeah, it's the accumulation for me, and you can't continually nibble at your midfield counterparts for this long during the game and not be booked. I'm sorry. He needs to be booked because then it stops, and the momentum of the game changes then a little bit because Brezovic then doesn't begin to make those challenges, and 
Spain are being so smart in possession. They're so good at receiving the ball in tight areas and getting their body in the correct position to stop the Croatian defence nicking it. And that's why they're fouling them so often. But Spain are about to make two changes. One attacking, one defensive. First of all, Danny Olmo will come on for Sarabia. Sarabia is walking off the pitch very slowly, wants to waste as much time as he can. Uh, so Olmo, who's a, a similar player, he's been with Leipzig in Germany this past season, attacking midfielder. He'll support Ferran Torres and Alvaro Morato in attack. And the other changes in defence, and Pau Torres will come on. The Villarreal player, left-footed centre-back in place of Eric Garcia. So they've now got Laporte and Torres at the back to Spain. Free kick for the Spaniards, played into the penalty area, headed down. Guy, and it's going to be shoveled in. Does Morata score? Is he offside? Morata, who is crying out for a goal, but even though he's bundled it into the net, the assistant has raised the flag. VAR is going to want to dot the I's and cross the T's here. He is in an offside position, surely. He thought, is he, that was his moment? Well, the way he's, he's put the ball in the back of the net, yeah, but he's looked over at the linesman straight away and he knows exactly. That's why he's not picked up the pace a little bit and run over to the Spanish fans. Well, well he, knows. He, he knows. It's been that sort of tournament for him. He's not going to catch a break, but at least that would he managed to put into the net. Here come Croatia seeking an equaliser. 2-1 down, 5 live for the BBC in this last 16 game. Time beginning to run out now. 18 minutes to play. Croatia hustling in the penalty area. Defender Koke falls to the ground. Croatia are saying that he's handled it while on the ground. Brozovic finally gets the booking, and boy has that been coming. Not for a foul this time, but for going over and roaring in the referee's face. Someone has thrown a bottle of water onto the pitch. But Brozovic is saying that Koke, when he fell to the ground there, has handled the ball inside the penalty area. It does hit his hand for sure, but the referee decided that was not a penalty. It hits his hand when, when Aspilicueta tries to clear it away. They're showing a different replay now where it actually hits his, his chin. Koke on the ground, but... Brozovic, who is flirting with the yellow card all game, goes over and roars in the face of the referee. And Kuritsukir says, enough is enough. And that is a booking for Brozovic, who has got, I don't know if you've noticed, the tattoo on his neck, Izzy. It's, it's a cannonball with a lighted fuse, which could not be more apt in the circumstances. Well, he knows himself, doesn't he? I was just trying to figure that out there, whether that was a cannonball or... I didn't quite see close enough, but it, it makes total sense. It's definitely been lit tonight. <laughs> that fuse has been lighting a long time, and it's finally gone boom. Right, he's got the yellow card. Croatia will want to make sure that that doesn't become uh, a red. Right, they've taken off the right back. Juranovic off. They brought on the forward. Bracalo, they're going for it now, Croatia. This is going to be a big finale. Still over a quarter of an hour to go. Croatia all in black, Spain in white. Good work in the midfield from Koke to win possession. But immediately, it's won back again for Croatia. And down goes uh, Kovacic. Oh, I thought he was fall. He fell to the ground, but as he fell, he backheeled it to a teammate. That was absolutely brilliant. Chance to attack. Orsic into the penalty area, left-hand side. His delivery is cleared away by Emmerich Laporte. Laporte, Aspilicueta, Pau Torres and Gaia. They are now the back four for Spain, trying to hold on to this 2-1 lead. But there has been an influx of attacking players now with Kramaric. Orsic and Bracalo all coming on for Croatia and they need a goal otherwise they are going home tonight they are and anyone who saw that well listening at home or whatever was watching on TV that, that touch from Morata he plucked the ball out of the air in terms of marks out of 10 it was a 10 
it was just delightful. The ball's, what, 50 foot up in the air and he's brought it down with pressure from the centre-half behind him. I think that's probably one of the touches of the game. Guy has got a problem, down injured, ball's down the other end. I just noticed there, Luis Enrique shouting at him to get up because he realised play hadn't stopped and Gaia could have played all the Croatian forwards on side. So even though he's clearly injured, he's had to get to his feet and hobble and now he goes down again that the ball has gone dead. Well, that was very quick thinking from Luis Enrique, just saying, you know, you can't do that. By the way, at the other end, Livkovic, who, who's been spared all the drama of the, the amazing own goal of the first half, he miscontrolled a back pass there. And he's very lucky. It was, as we were speaking, is he one of those ones that was played wide of the goalpost? Had that been in front of the post, he'd have been scrambling backwards because he didn't control it. Really, really scary and cringeworthy to just watch because the back pass wasn't very good at all. Um, obviously, yeah. It was outside the width of the goal, but his first touch was bizarre. We're not going to get two of them in one game, surely? No, surely not. It's been the, the tournament of goalkeepers' own goals. Spain's last game, of course, Martin Dubravka, the Newcastle goalkeeper, opened their telly with uh, an own goal in that one. Gaius had to leave the pitch to continue receiving treatment. There's all sorts of activity down there amongst the technical area for the Spaniards. I think Gaia wants to come back on, but... Let's see, Spain go long. Oh, that's a brilliant run into the penalty area. And a chance, Ferran Torres has made it 3-1 to Spain. And that could be good night for Croatia. From one end to the other, in the blink of an eye, Croatia, just as they decided to throw the kitchen sink at it, were too thin in defence. Ferran Torres rolled the challenge of the final defender. And cool as you like, he beats Levakovic. It's such a simple goal, is he? It could be the goal that puts Spain into the quarterfinals of Euro 2020. Uh, you know that Croatia have made changes. They've gone for it. They've left themselves wide open at the back. But you'll never believe what I've just seen off the pitch there. Collector Carr, the centre-half, who's the closest to Ferran Torres, was having a drink of water and he was through the bottle off the pitch and as he threw the bottle off the pitch the ball's been played over to Ferran Torres and he's got absolutely no chance of getting back in and I mean they that... are looking at it sorry to interrupt is he I mean the thing I did wonder at the time and I think he's okay on this is might Torres have handled it as he controlled he sort of played it with his stomach his hands are by his side VAR just checking everything and the game has not restarted yet but it would appear that Manchester City's Ferran Torres has taken a goal very well indeed and that Spain have got a 3-1 lead but that is to be confirmed Gaia is not fit enough to continue Jordi Alba the experienced Barcelona left back comes on in these circumstances that is a nice option to have Koke is also going to make way and the VAR has confirmed it. The goal does stand. 3-1 to Spain. They've come from 1-0 down, Izzy. And it's now eight goals for Spain in their last two matches. They have become one of the teams to watch at this tournament. They have, and they've ridden so much pressure early on in this game. And that, I mean, keep talking about it, that free comb goal to come back from that. And the way that they've played, they've just been so confident. They've been... Receiving the ball under pressure despite what's being said in, in the outside that they're not where they used to be and, and, and all of that talk. I think that they've just been so smooth, so fluid. Players Pedri has been sublime. Ferran Torres, who has now had a hand in seven goals in his last seven starts for Spain. Six of them he scored himself, one has been an assist. That is a goal which feels like a nail in the coffin for Croatia. A 2-1, of course. There's always a chance, but 3-1 down now. 
they are being forced to go for it two changes happening in very quick succession Vlasic makes way as uh, Braderich is one of those who's come on and the other is Pasalic so Pasalic is onto the pitch the Atalanta midfielder he's done really well in Italy for Atalanta but he's only been on the pitch for five minutes of this tournament before today he has got a huge final 11 minutes plus the stoppages here to try and get Croatia back into it 3-1 they're on their way out unless they absolutely go for it now yeah and if they go for it they leave themselves exposed but there's nothing to lose now 3-1 down you've got to take risks can you nick a goal in the next couple of minutes if you can then you give yourselves half a chance but I mean Morata he's just playing so smart he's using all of his experience he's winning fouls he's relieving the pressure from his team and Spain have now got a free kick well inside their attacking third and an opportunity to to put the ball into the box and just to confirm that other change it's uh, it's Ante Budimir who has come on in place of Chelsea's Kovacic into the midfield well, he is a forward obviously but he's replacing a midfielder and Pasalic will play where Kovacic was because he's come on for Nikola Lazic free kick to Spain left hand side and uh, a lot of bodies waiting for this a fourth for Spain and it really is all over as Jordi Alba who's just come on does some mopping up to roll the ball back to Cesar Aspilicueta Aspilicueta who scored the, the key goal really in this game the, the second that put Spain 2-1 up early in the second half their lead now 3-1 after Ferran Torres's excellent strike Croatia have possession but they're at the wrong end of the pitch from their point of view by the way Fabian Ruiz has also come on as a sub in the middle of all that for Spain he's replaced Koke Spain have possession good dribbling skills from Ferran Torres he's fouled after he released the ball Spain still have it so the Turkish referee waves play on an advantage you've just seen the possession stats in the game the, the attempts I mean it has been a game controlled and dominated by Spain they've had way more of the ball they've had way more attempts they were very unlucky for the goal that Croatia did score an own goal after a back pass from the halfway line from Pedri you'll never see the like of that again and I guess when you think in those contexts Croatia is he can't have many complaints here Spain have been the better team no they have they really have I think we spoke about those early chances for Morata and I can't remember who the other chance fell to I think it was uh, Koke had one Koke that was it he had that one-on-one -on -one, which I mean he should have scored and yeah Spain they've just been a joy that like I was saying earlier so fluid receiving the ball under pressure in tight areas and it's not easy to do that and, and to have such a good rapport around the team the partnerships especially in that right hand side in the first half between um, Ferran Torres Azpilicueta and Koke was just it was so good they're just working off each other playing the ball safe side and yeah Croatia they, they can't have any complaints here they've been well I don't want to speak prematurely but looks like they're going to be beaten by a much better team on the night great to have England and Everton player Izzy Christensen alongside us for this commentary on 5 Live Croatia won Spain 3 8 minutes of normal time to go later on this evening we'll bring you full commentary France against Switzerland the winner of that one as things stand will be playing Spain in St. Petersburg it could be a France-Spain or a Switzerland-Spain quarterfinal as things stand let's see if Croatia have a final roar to give Kramaric trying to do it all on his own challenged by Busquets 10 yards outside the Spanish penalty area then another challenge comes in this time uh, the challenge uh, was on Danny Olmo and it's going to be a free kick 
sorry, from Fabian Ruiz that time. Free kick to Spain, midway inside their own half. They will take their time over this one. Amrik Laporte will be keen to let the clock run down. Just getting to see a replay on our monitor again of that Ferran Torres goal that made it 3-1. I mean, it's it, defensively, it's a, it's a shocker. Absolute shocker for Croatia. They'll be so disappointed with how they dealt with that. It was, and I was, I was watching off the ball, and I'm sure that Chalectakar was occupied with a bottle of water, which, in the grand scheme of things, is, is another bizarre event on this pitch, because I think that he, he was distracted. Just to let you know uh, that both Brozovic and Chalectakar have picked up yellow cards in the game. If Croatia were to, to turn this around, they would miss the next round, but that's the least of their worries at the moment, because... 3-1 down, there could be more trouble here, bullpen into the penalty area, Olmo is on to it, tries to loop it over the goalkeeper, and Novakovic came out and smothered the shot and was able to clear it away. Croatia 1, Spain 3, Croatia looking for the cherry on top of the fourth goal, and the body language at the moment isn't great for Croatia, they may be aware that their goose is cooked. Bracalo has possession on the right-hand side. He does a little bit of acceleration to get away from Ferran Torres. He's actually done really well there. He's got it to Budimir on the right-hand side. Forward towards Bracalo again. Modric wants the ball to be played back to him, but Spain double up on Bracalo. And the ball goes out for a throw into Croatia. Ten yards to the corner flag, the attack on the right-hand side. Throws it into the box. Modric, here he is, finding himself in front of goal. Pulls it back, and it's going to be in, surely! How's that not gone over? Oh, my word, three shots on the goal line, and somehow Croatia have not scored. There is going to be... It is a goal! It's gone over the goal line! The referee points to his watch. The ball did go over the line. Hold the phone, everyone. This game ain't over yet. Croatia have got it back to 3-2, and there are over five minutes of normal time to play. Luka Modric has had a quiet game so far, but he has just joined the party. It was his thrust into the penalty area that set all of this up. On the goal line, Aspilicueta did his best to keep it out, but this is going to be a goal for Miroslav Orsic. He got it over the goal line before the goalkeeper Simon could hack it away. Such seeds in Copenhagen, and it's 3-2. I believe the goal is being checked. I don't know how, because on the screens and the referee saying his watch... They are checking to see if there was a handball by an attacker leading up to the goal. I mean, it's pinball for... I mean, how they would deem anything to be intentional there. The goal is, I'm sure, going to stand. UEFA haven't confirmed it. Now they have. Check is over. Goal stand. Playback underway. 3-2. Right. Hold on to your hats. Fasten your seatbelts because this is going to be all-out attack for Croatia now. 3-2 down. Time almost up in Copenhagen. Five live from the BBC. It is a ding-dong game that Croatia, remember, led 1-0 in the first half. Now they're 3-2 down. They're looking for the goal that could bring us into extra time. Orsic down the left-hand side. Four teammates wait in the middle. They're all up there. They're going for it hell for leather. However, the cross doesn't come in from Orsic. And it's defended away by Danny Olmo, who was brought on to be an attacker. But if you're a Spaniard on this pitch right now, it's all-out defence, is he, Christensen? It is, and Croatia, I was saying in the first half, they look like they're going to score, and they look like they're going to score again. Guardiol to Orsic, who's been really good since coming on, delivers it in, Laporte with the header for Spain, only as far as Luka Modric. He rolls it 
to his right-hand side to Marcelo Brozovic, who would be suspended, remember, if Croatia were to go through. But he'll give his all now. Bracalo on the right-hand side. Sucks two defenders into him. Then he tries to accelerate to the byline. Really good work from Ferran Torres to make the tackle. And then Pedri, the 18-year-old, will bring the ball out of defence. Amazing dribble. Such composure for a kid. And in the end, he is fouled by Budimir. And he'll stay down and he'll run the clock here, Pedri. But for such a young player, that was remarkable composure. 3-2 in Copenhagen this stadium which has just been an absolute furnace in Euro 2020 be it the anguish scenes with Christian Eriksen's cardiac arrest be it the brilliant performances of Denmark in getting through the group and here today a five goal thriller that is simply not over yet certainly not over at all I said that the Croatians they needed to score in the next five minutes to give themselves half a chance but I think there's another goal in this. I really do. The way that this game is going, the, the Spanish defence, they, like you were saying earlier, Connor, they have looked vulnerable, and that's why Luis Enrique made the change. He took young Eric Garcia off, and he's put Pau Torres back on to firm things up. Ironically, Pau Torres, I think he got the assist for, for Ferran Torres's goal, but they look so shaky at the back. Balls over the top are causing them problems, and this Croatian side don't write them off because this is actually going to the final seconds. Yeah, late change for Spain, Oyatabal, Mikel Oyatabal has been brought on for Ferran Torres who ran his socks off today, so fresh legs in attack because Luis Enrique wants someone to chase it when they do clear the ball away it can't be all defence the time is almost up two minutes to go Orsic, who had never scored a goal for Croatia before today, boy has he timed that one well, but will it be enough? They still need one more throw in for Spain Aspilicueta to take it on the halfway line wastes as much time as he dares throws it down the line Morata's able to win another throw in Spain can move their way forward the clock ticks on this will be so frustrating for Croatia who need to get possession and who need to get it down the other end Aspilicueta again takes his time as long as he dares throws it towards the edge of the penalty area where it's cleared away by Guardiol up towards the halfway line Jordi Alba launches it back and that gives possession to Croatia once more here we go then the final minute of the 90 Luka Modric 10 yards outside his own half he has provided miracles in a Croatia shirt in the past can he do something here to force this game into extra time free kick to Croatia 15 yards inside their own half Modric flails it with a foreiron over to the far side of the pitch brilliant pass onto the instep of Orsic 10 men behind the ball for Spain now 11 as Morata gets back to Modric wants to get involved Sweat has got his hair caked onto his forehead he drills it to the right hand side Bacala tries to come inside the fullback but he had begun all of that in an offside position and Spain have got a free kick and we've got 20 seconds to go of normal time is he Christiansen? really lazy from Bacalo there he's Modric is getting on the ball, he's dictating, he, he's being found everywhere, he stands by the Croatian players, by his teammates, and Bacalo, he's got one job there, and that's to stay onside. Modric needs you in that wide area to go 1v1 with Jordi Alba, get crosses into the box, but I mean, come on, you've just got to stand a yard to your left and you stay onside, because Modric, player of his quality, he finds you all day. Six minutes have been added on for stoppages, these are going to be an agonising six minutes for Spain. Domagoj Vida heads the ball out of play. Throw into Spain on the left-hand side. And the Spanish 
fans in the crowd of the parking stadium I can tell you a lot of Spanish fingernails have been bitten right now Jordi Alba throws it back to Pau Torres the Villarreal player who came on as a substitute in this second half Unai Simon who's howler in the first half gave Croatia the lead at 1-0 could that still come back to haunt the Spaniards here Guardiol back to the goalkeeper at the other end Lamakovic dressed all in yellow he will power it forward right footed over, over the halfway line header is one in the air by Budimir a chance of a shot by Kramaric he took it on really quickly on the edge of the penalty area ultimately he was offside flag is raised from the Turkish official and it is going to be a free kick for offside to Spain and again an opportunity for Unai Simon to try and run down the clock a little bit he was offside not by much but he was off tight Modric playing in the in those tight areas he's popping up everywhere now we weren't talking about him much in the first half but like I was saying earlier that he is the key to Croatia having any chance of pulling a third goal back here because his distribution and his passing range is just better than anyone on that park 90 seconds of stoppage time have elapsed already Brozovic puts the ball in front of his teammate Pasalic now out to the left hand side Orsic steadies himself right for the bullet Pasalic it's 3-3 three, three. Croatia are back from the dead in Copenhagen wow Pasalic started the move they are refusing to bow down they were 3-1 down in the 85th minute but now before the end of the game they have it back to 3-3 you simply cannot beat knockout football at a major tournament and Croatia have this game now set for extra time 3-3 I knew there was another goal in this for Croatia and I'm not bigging myself up here but my word what a ball into the box the gap between the two centre-halves is so vulnerable and Palacic, Pasalic, sorry, he's just attacked it and the ball in is just it's just waiting in the air to be headed into the back of the net and what are we in the 90 the 92nd minute is it 93rd now. 93rd minute I'm sorry and I mean Croatia this is going to extra time and I don't know which game this going to go this game this sorry which way this game's going to go now Connor well, I really we, don't we mentioned you just can't trust this Spanish defence they brought on Pau Torres they brought on Jordi Alba however it was the desire there the desire of Mario Pasalic the Atalanta player he wanted that ball more than anyone else he made it his and his goal has rattled Spain and it's 3-3 and Croatia who seemed done and dusted wow absolutely wow this parking stadium has seen some drama at this stadium and it ain't over yet we're set for another half hour as things stand every time Croatia attacked in those wide areas I don't know what it is about them but they look like they're going to score and you can feel it brewing you can just feel the rapport amongst the team the desire and, and the work ethic to get into dangerous areas and remember this is without Ivan Perisic their top goal scorer in the squad some achievements so many teams would have got rattled would have started picking up multiple yellow cards would have been frustrated heads would have dropped Croatia remained focused and those attacking changes Orsic and Pasalic 
two substitutes combining for an epic goal that will live in Croatian football folklore. What a journey they've been on under Zlatko Dalic. World Cup finalists in 2018 and back from 3-1 down with five minutes to go to make it 3-3 at this park and stadium in Copenhagen. Where is this game going to bring us next? Five live from the BBC. Spain are shell-shot. Oratabal tries to deliver a left-footed cross into the penalty area. Luis Enrique looks like he's seen a ghost. I mean, he's, he's made all these changes here, just trying to hang on. They've got to try and configure themselves to go and score again now, and that's going to be a difficult transition to make. Alvaro Morata, remember, is still on the pitch. Can he come good for Spain after all the missed chances? They come again on the right-hand side. This is... Busquets, 15 yards outside the Croatia penalty area. There's boos from some, there's jeers from some. Some want the final whistle. Some don't know what to think. This has been a head-spinning second half. Here's Oratabal, completely miscues as he strikes. I think Brozovic had a little tug at his elbow. The dark arts of defending there to put Oratabal off just as he went to hit it. But it was a poor shot in the end. And he did. A little tug on the arm has put him off balance there, Oratabal. Brozovic already on the yellow card, though, has got away with it. And it's a goal kick to Croatia. Croatia 3, Spain 3. And we have got 10 seconds of the six minutes that have been added on to go. Extra time beckons. Long clearance down the field. Surely Croatia can't go grab a fourth now. Kramaric puts the pressure on Laporte. And there is the final whistle for now to end the 90 minutes. But this ain't over yet. The supporters of the Park and Stadium are in for another 30 minutes. The drama. The absolute drama from the ridiculous own goal in the first half to the two late goals to bring it level again. Wow, Emma, wow. I know, I mean, I'll use the words you did moments ago, Connie. You just cannot beat knockout football, can you, Izzy? This is just great, certainly for the neutral anyway. I know, I cannot believe how good this game has been. It's, do you know what I've liked the most about it? Both teams haven't kind of played for fouls or they haven't, I mean, Spain have... have probably ended up leaving themselves ruined for the fact that they didn't manage the game at the end well enough for me I mean in, in that situation 3-1 up in the group knockout stage sorry in the knockout stages you need your strikers your wingers to be running towards the corner flags playing for fouls getting the team up the pitch playing for territory but I've not seen anyone on the Spanish team do that and mm. they've actually left themselves wide open at the back and the Croatians are so dangerous and they've got themselves back to 3-3 with two late goals I mean you couldn't write it. it it's just amazing and I cannot see this game I mean I don't know which way this game's going to go now I really don't no I don't blame you for not even trying to call it either I mean Connor you, you said yourself as well a few moments ago there's so many teams in this tournament their heads would have dropped there might have been some sloppy yellow cards there when they've been gifted the opening goal Croatia the way they were to then go 3-1 down but somehow they've just it's magic, isn't it, what they did inside seven minutes there? I mean, Spain must be scratching their heads at how that final whistle wasn't blown there, not just through. I want to choose my words very carefully here, but this, this parking stadium has been a venue of resurrection in this stadium, in this tournament. And we think back to those scenes and how anguished we all were and all those eyeballs around the world glued to Christian Eriksen on this pitch. And it's a very different and much more serious scenario and, and the relief of that, but it is it has set a tempo of the feeling that, that magic things can happen in this stadium. Denmark, from that opening defeat, 
played their next two games here and were able to progress when it seemed so unlikely. Croatia 3-1 down. There's just a sense that it's never over here, that magic can happen here, that amazing things do come true. And for Croatia, they have got to be the favourites now to go in this because looking at the body language, Spain has spooked Emma and Croatia full of belief. Mm. I can't wait to get the thoughts of Guillaume Balaguer on this. We'll come to him in a moment, but just enough time to drop in on day one of Wimbledon with Russell Fuller. Andy Murray moving well, soaking up the pace of Nicolas Bazalashvili, the world number 28 in his first singles match at Wimbledon for four years. No breaks of serve so far. Murray leads by five games to four, with Bazalashvili serving at 15 all. Katie Bolt is the first British player into the second round, and two top ten players are out. Petra Kvitova beaten by Sloane Stephens, and the third seed and the French Open runner-up Stefanos Tsitsipas has lanced to frost his TFO. Russell, thank you. Uh, the tennis continuing on Five Live Sports Extra. But here it is all about Euro 2020 and the drama in Copenhagen. Uh, it's three all between Croatia and Spain. Guillaume Balaguer. I mean, Spain 3-1 up in the 85th minute. Seven minutes later, it is three all. Discuss. <laughs> Don't you find it endearing? A team that hasn't got a goalkeeper, that hasn't got a goal-scoring striker, that changes the centre-backs because they're not being trusted. And we're still in the game. Look at it as well, isn't it? But absolutely, we, had, it, we should have controlled the game if there is a team that is mature, that believes in themselves, that keep going because they think they have, will have always a chance. That's Croatia. They've done it in the past. That's their speciality. For Spain, I just, I just find that it's uh, it's crazy emotionally up and down if we can recover from this we are a better team i think we have been the better uh, we are we got a goal or we can concede a goal any minute because we're so weak in both boxes hmm. i suppose they've come back from the calamity that was that first goal do you think they can come back from this if, if it's all down to the experience of Azpilicueta of busquets uh, looks around and there is nobody else you think yes there is that possibility of course we've come back from it from the one nil down but now really it separates kids and grown-ups these next 30 minutes yeah well i'll tell you what the next 30 minutes have got a lot to live up to the first 90 highly entertaining it's evenly poised once more croatia three spain three it is back over to you izzy christensen and conor mcnamara thanks emma the game back underway for extra time on Five Live from Copenhagen. Croatia 3, Spain 3. The maternity wards in Zagreb, newborn babies are going to be called Miroslav and Mario. Miroslav Orsic, who came on, scored a goal, set up a goal. Mario Pasalic on the receiving end of Orsic's cross for that dramatic 3-3 equaliser. Spain have had a few minutes, Izzy to try and recombobulate, to try and get some sense of composure. Do you think they will be rattled for this extra time period? Well, like you were saying just a moment ago, Connor, that if body language is anything to go by, been watching both huddles of either side there on, the, on, on their halves of the pitch preparing for this period of extra time, and you can just tell so much. When you're in a huddle which is positive, energetic, You've got players patting each other on the backs, high fives. You can just breathe. You can you can smell 
that that team is going to do well. Whether they go on and win the game, I don't know. But judging by that, what I've just seen, this Croatian team, it's advantage Croatia. Do you know what I thought? We, we, we'd mentioned a few times in the commentary that by his extremely high standards, Luka Modric had not been all that involved in the game. Boy, did he show up late on. I mean, it was Harry Potter showing up for a Quidditch match at the... I mean, just the way he just... He decided, I'm getting involved now. And he, you know, he was involved in... In, in particularly that opening goal here's a chance strike from the edge of the penalty area it popped up in front of Orsic and he just on the half volley skimmed over the crossbar didn't think he was going to take that on on the shot and he nearly caught Une Simon by surprise so close the way it's fallen to him on the edge of the box poor clearance from Laporte and Orsic has just come onto that ball it, yeah it's, it's rising a little bit but it's really troubled the goalkeeper and it could have gone into the back of the net and that could have been an early goal for Croatia 4-3 Croatia 3 well. Spain 3 and Busquets flicks the ball on towards Fabian Ruiz who was brought on right at the end of the regulation 90 minutes not sure he would have thought he was going to be playing another half an hour of extra time As down goes Morata has been outmuscled by Guardiol. Spain want a free kick, they won't get one, but Croatia now will. Followed by Busquets on Guardiol, 10 yards into the Spanish half. This is about to become a test of endurance as much as anything else because it has been a physical battle. This has been a game of hard running, firm tackling. Who has got the oxygen in their lungs to keep this going for another 30 minutes? I, can, I can't tell you which team, but I can tell you which player has got the oxygen in their lungs. At the age of 35, it's Luka Modric. He thrives off this. It's almost he... like he knew this was about to happen. I'll take it easy in the first hour of the game because, <laughs> you know, when, when the lightning strikes, I'm going to be a part of it. He he had a word with his manager and said, what minute would you like me to yeah. score, yeah. To, to assist in? Is it the 91st or the 93rd? He is box office, Luka Modric. Don't, uh, don't, don't show up too early. Wait till it's really, really dramatic. Here he is on the ball again near the halfway line. Gives it to Piccolo again. Been, all the Croatia substitutes have been great since coming on. Pasalic loops one over the top. Now a chase. Budimir after this one. Bounces really awkward for Pau Torres and for uh, Emmerich Laporte. Laporte just about did enough there. He was under severe pressure inside his penalty area. And now Luka Modric has committed a foul. And Spain are going to get a free kick 15 yards inside their own half. It was really good defending there from Pau Torres. It's difficult to deal with a bouncing ball when you're facing your own goal. And he had so much pressure on from behind him, but he's done really well to deal with it. Laporte did well up against Budimir. That was tricky. Ball bouncing inside the penalty area just before that. Now the foul, Luka Modric was on Pedri, so that was Real Madrid on Barcelona. By the way, I don't know if you, if you saw this stat before. It's, it's, I mean, remarkable. This is the first time ever at a major tournament that Spain have not had a single player from Real Madrid in the squad. They always do. So you could always always imagine a little bit of extra satisfaction for Luka Modric with uh, Luis Enrique snubbing his club teammates, how he would love to knock Spain out of this tournament today. If you're just joining us on Five Live, it's been epic. An early own goal from Pedri, the 18-year-old, the youngest player to ever play in a knockout game at a European Championship. Not his fault. Goalkeeper Une Simon with a bad mistake. That put Croatia in front. Spain, though, managed to, to turn it around to lead 3-1 up until the 85th minute. And then the comeback of all comebacks as Croatia scored two late goals. Orsic and Pasalic. And they managed to get it back to 3-3. And that is where we stand in extra time. Remember, one way or the other, we get a winner, even if it means a penalty 
shootout. I did say to you at halftime, Izzy, I said, Une Simon could still be the hero. Here come Croatia down the left-hand side. Orsic, brilliant tricky feet into the penalty area, whips it across the goal. It's not cleared away. What a save, Une Simon! He denies Budimir. Or was it Kramaric? The ball ricocheting around inside the six-yard box. It is from point-blank range. And Unme Simon may have made the mistake of his career in the first half, but that is one of the best free kicks of the tournament. How on earth, sorry, best saves of the tournament. How on earth did he keep that out? No way. He has got no right to save that. He really hasn't. And you were just saying he must have heard you in the studio, Connor, because he's saying to you, no, I don't want penalties. I want to make the save that's going to that's gonna put us through. Wow. I mean, from a Croatian point of view, that has to hit the back of the net. I'm sorry, it's a free shot on goal, six yards out. I'm sorry, it has to go in the back of the net. Both sides have left goals out there today. Spain early in the match had some really good opportunities. Morata with a header, Koke one-on-one with a goalkeeper. Neither were able to score. There, an opportunity for Kramaric, and he can't believe that the goalkeeper has denied him. He's on the ball again, Kramaric. Plays it out to the right-hand side to Joseph Bacalo. He has given the ball to Jordi Alba. Alba into the midfield for Spain to Dani Olmo. Still short to the halfway line. And he's been out-muscled here by Bacalo, however, unfairly. And that is a push to the chest and a foul on the Leipzig player. And that is going to be a free kick to Spain round about the halfway line. Kramerich must have thought that was it. His name in lights. He is what? Five yards out, goal at his mercy, and diving to his right hand side, the goalkeeper makes a save. Here down the other end is a chance for Spain. Olmo sits up for him, having been set up by Alba, but the defender gets his body in the way, and it's blocked out for a corner. And this is proper end to end football now. This is a buffet. It's help yourself to a goal. Honestly, collector car, what a block. I mean, <laughs> every, every time either of these teams attack, it looks like there's going to be a goal. How it's still 3 3, I do not know. It should be 6 6 at least. Regular viewers of La Liga have seen Jordi Alba do that a million times, usually to set up Lionel Messi. Break into the penalty area, little back heel, and how many times have we seen Messi hit the back of the net for Barcelona? On this occasion, it was Dani Olmo, and his shot was blocked away. Huge contingent of Croatia fans behind the goal that they're defending now. None of them are on their seats. They're standing on the plastic chairs. Here's the corner for Spain, played in. Big roar from those Croatia fans as Ante Budimir is able to clear it away. There's no one up at the halfway line to receive it for Croatia. They were all back defending the goal. Eight minutes played in this first half of extra time. The Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen. Five live for the BBC. 3-3, a humdigger of a knockout game at Euro 2020. We have more for you later on. Eight o'clock kickoff in Budapest. It'll be France against Switzerland. But this drama isn't over yet. Not by a long shot. Here is Busquets for Spain. Near the centre circle. To his left-hand side is Emmerich Laporte. Alongside him, Pau Torres. 11 men back behind the ball for Croatia. Pau Torres picks a lovely pass onto Pedri. He's controlled it expertly, but Modric is in to tackle him. And a roar from the Croatia fans as Croatia regained possession again. Is he? Pau Torres' distribution since he's come on from the back has just been delightful. He's been picking players out in between the lines in tight spaces. He's just finding those tens and those sort of Morata dropping in. Fabian Ruiz onto Olmo, plays it low across the penalty area. Bracalo is there for Croatia to clear the ball away. They are sitting very deep at the moment. 
You've got one player, Budimir, midway inside his own half. Everyone else within 15 yards or so of the penalty area that Croatia, dressed all in black, are defending. Here is Aspilicueta, one of Spain's goal scorers today. Into the feet of Pedri, the youngster who all his experienced teammates trust him so much with the ball. He keeps seeing it in that floating position behind the attackers. Here he is calling for the ball again. Pedri with the socks low on his ankles. Skims away from Brozovic. Gives it to Jordi Elba on the left-hand side. The clock ticks on. We've played 10 minutes now of this first half of extra time. Fabian Ruiz tried the fancy flick. It was a little bit lazy trying to pick out or at the ball. It was easily intercepted. Modric thinks there's been a handball. The Turkish referee says no. And Spain come again from the halfway line. The ball played to the right wing. To Danny Olmo of Leipzig. He attacks the penalty area. Floats one in. Morata! Is this his moment? Oh, you bet it is! He has come good at last! At long, long last! Alvaro Morata shows up at Euro 2020! And it couldn't have been at a better time for Spain! Ten minutes into extra time! It's Croatia 3, Spain 4! Morata finally delivers! If there was ever a script written out perfectly for Alvaro Morata, it's now. The, the ball into the back post, I, I didn't quite see who crossed that then. But Almo. Almo, he's picked him out, an absolute treat. And, and Morata, he's taken the ball on his first touch into his path and he's just struck through it like there's no tomorrow onto his left. Gone through the roof of the net and I tell you what, I'm so happy for him. I've got shivers. Morata, who has received so much criticism, his family has received abuse. He has bottled it all up, and in one glorious moment in Copenhagen, he's unleashed all of that fury for a player that there have been so many doubts about. His first touch is precision personified, and the second simply unstoppable from the tight angle. Lethal finish from Alvaro Morata, and that is why Luis Enrique has kept the faith in his number seven. Croatia, who have come from behind already, they've got to do it all again. And they can do it because they've done it before three times, but, sorry, twice, but, I mean, out of all the chances that Morata's had this evening, that's probably his hardest. And he's, he's taken the first touch across his body, he's rifled the ball with his left foot, and it's not an easy finish at all. Sometimes your eyes can light up in those moments, but... I mean, Luis Enrique, his man management of, of Alvaro Morata, I mean, my word, exceptional. Leaving him on the pitch after some disappointing actions in this game. But what I love about Morata is that, you know what, he's receiving all of this criticism and things going on outside the scenes, but he has just stayed the same. He's come, he's gone searching for the ball, he hasn't hidden, he's doing a job for the team. And he's got his rewards, and how often do we see that in football? For all the criticism, that's his 21st international goal. He's averaged a goal every other game for Spain. And you said it, Izzy. You know, Luis Enrique has seen him on the training ground. Here's Kramerich, edge of the penalty area, strikes low straight to the goalkeeper. It was on target, but it was a comfortable save for Unai Simon. Still three minutes remaining until the break in extra time. It was a chance for Kramerich. And he'll be a little bit disappointed how he struck it. Can't wait to see the contrast in body language in the two huddles at this, uh, in this extra time Spain period. again, Olmo, who's been good since coming on down the right-hand side, into the middle, picks out the ball! That could be it! Spain get there! 
two games in a row they've scored five times well they may have started this tournament on a very low end but like a train slowly building momentum and speed they've just blown the doors off here in Copenhagen Croatia three Spain five Mikel or Atabal and if they are going to come back Croatia they're going to have to come from two goals down again I can't see them doing that now I think Spain have put it beyond them Fantastic first time ball in there from Danny Olmo. He's just picked out Arathabal so well and I'm thinking to Arathabal, hit it first time. You've got you haven't got time, you've got the recovering defenders, but he's taken his first touch away from them and given himself half a second to pick out the back of the net. Ah, what a finish. What a goal from Spain. Off the ball movement was sublime and two goal cushion now and I'm starting to think. I think it could be Spain's day. The way the pendulum has swung in this game. Croatia, remember, went 1-0 up. Spain led 3-1. Croatia got it back to 3-3. It's now 5-3, and it isn't over yet. We are almost at half-time in extra time. The two-goal deficit restored for Spain. Mikel Oratabal, who was given his debut at Real Sociedad by David Moyes in the past. He's now the youngest captain in La Liga and he has shown up at a very opportune moment and there is a double whammy nature of those goals. I make it, is he three minutes between Morata making it 4-3 and Oratabal making it 5-3 and that sort of double whammy will just increase the hurt on Croatia who have done so well to be where they are and to even have this game in extra time. How must they be feeling now? They have possession on the left-hand side and Pasalic, scorer of one of the dramatic goals in stoppage time at the end of the regular 90 minutes, but he can't deliver this time. Almost been a revelation since coming on. He comes cantering up over the halfway line, tries a back heel that doesn't come off. Possession back with Pasalic once again, but now Guardiola's in trouble, and Morata has picked his pocket, and he's bearing down a goal. Takes on the last defender, Vida. Vida manages to bring Alvaro Morata to a halt. And, <laughs> well... What a first half of extra time this has been. Izzy Christensen. I was thinking uh, when this first period of extra time began, I was thinking the tempo has got to drop. The way that these players have been playing for that 90 minutes at such a high intensity, naturally the tempo is going to drop. But how wrong could I have been? The tempo has just gone It's gone up a notch. It's, it's even more transitional. You've got Morata dead on his feet. He's, he's worked so hard. He nearly got a chance there, but he had no one with him supporting him. 5-3 to Spain, Olmo number 19 on his back, the pink boots, a calming pass this time and that's probably something the game needs from a Spain point of view. He could have attacked the Croatia penalty area there, he went hang on a minute, he just turned and rolled it back to the halfway line, as Kunit Sakir blows the whistle for the break, it'll be a quick turnaround, let's it back to the studio to Emma Saunders, what a game Emma, what a game, eight uh, goals we've had, I know. is there to be more I wonder? Exactly, how many more twists in this tale are there going to be, just when you think you've seen it all, more and more drama in Copenhagen, so... 
as it stands, Spain then leading Croatia by five goals to three. An eight-goal thriller deciding who goes through to the quarterfinals. Uh, just to bring you up to speed in the tennis, it's day one at Wimbledon. You can listen to this on Five Live uh, Sports Extra. Andy Murray is in action, uh, and he is a set and 2-1 up against Nikolos Basilashvili. Uh, so you can listen to that once more on Five Live Sports Extra. A quick football line to bring you, by the way. Scott Parker has left Fulham by mutual consent. So championship side Fulham now without a manager. Uh, Scott Parker has decided no news yet on what his future might be, but he's no longer uh, the manager of Fulham. Um, we will have commentary uh, eventually of France against Switzerland. Uh, that kicking off at 8 o'clock in Bucharest. So Steve Crossman uh, will be with us for build-up to that one once the game in Copenhagen has concluded. We're also going to be hearing from Gareth Southgate, who's been speaking ahead of another huge game tomorrow night on Five Live, England against Germany. Uh, but for now, our eyes are firmly fixed on Copenhagen. What a game this has been as it stands. Uh, Spain leading Croatia by five goals to three. Izzy Christensen, I'll use one of your lines from a moment ago. This is a buffet. Players helping themselves to goals. I do wonder, is there time for Croatia to fit in two more courses? It's back over to you and Conor McNamara. Thanks very much, Emma. Well, Spain were supposed to be the misfiring team at this tournament. They didn't score in their first two games. Is it they've scored 10 goals between Slovakia today? I mean, talk about a turnaround. Talk about finding your shooting boots. Just 10 in two games. And it ain't over yet, by the way. <laughs> it's still 15 minutes, and I don't know, two goals every three minutes they were they were playing in that last first period of extra time. So that just goes to show they could potentially score five goals <laughs> in this second period. Wow, absolute wow. It is a game that has featured such sporting drama. And Croatia, I'm just looking at the body language, looking at the expressions of the faces. These guys are in the trenches now. They are looking at each other. Can they rouse another comeback? Can they catch lightning in a jar for the second time in this game? If you're joining our coverage of Five Life, they came from 3-1 down with five minutes of normal time to go to force this game into extra time. But Croatia then conceded twice in the first period. As it stands, Spain are going through to the quarterfinals. We have a quarter of an hour to go to see if Croatia can change that. Both coaches have emptied their benches as much as they can. Kramerich hustles for the ball with Jordi Alba. Spain back playing from right to left as we look down. They're wearing all white. Croatia all in black. Misplaced pass into the midfield. It's going to be one back for Croatia and spun out to Miroslav Orsic on the left-hand side. And now a powerful surge by Pasalic into the penalty area. And a shot that's just wide by Ante Budimir. Croatia nearly making it 5-4 right at the start of the second half of extra time. Oh, what an opportunity. And it's agonizingly wide for Croatia. I, I just don't know if this is a game of poor defending or exceptional attacking, but like I was saying many times throughout this game so far, every time Croatia attack, they look like they're going to score. Budimar should have finished there. He should have finished. He was one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper. He's opted for the first-time finish, and you can just see Dalic there, the, the Croatian coach on the touchline. He knows, I mean, within the first minute of this extra this second period of extra time, they could have pulled the goal back already. Well, if the question at halftime at extra time was, can Croatia score again? Oh, you bet they can. I mean, they are showing here. They are not out of this. Quarter's taken quickly. 
Guardiol, left-hand side, tries to swing in across, hits the first defender, good work I think by Aspilicueta. Croatia still of possession, they're back with the bearded Brozovic near the centre circle, and then Bracalo, and this is brave given the nature of the game, does a, a back pass from the halfway line, but Dominic Lovakovic doesn't let him down, and the goalkeeper dressed all in yellow, pumps it high up over the halfway line. Budimir, who just had that chance a moment ago, does well with his control. Here comes Orsic, into the penalty area, Aspilicueta deals with him perfectly. He waited and waited for Orsic to take a heavy touch, and then he was in to nip it away. And now Alvaro Morata, where is he getting this energy from? Comes galloping up to the halfway line, and Julia Caleta car stops him in his tracks. And how they have the energy, I've no idea. Fabian Ruiz comes, the 108th minute of this match, to the edge of the Croatia penalty area. A tired-looking pass. Gillette Char stretches, and then Guardiol gets a touch on it, but now Spain will come again. Olmo on the right. Croatia, three, Spain, five. Second half of extra time. Five live from the BBC. France against Switzerland to come from Bucharest later, as Pau Torres from the halfway line sends a back pass to Une Simon. Spain have today become the first team in European Championship history to score five goals in consecutive matches. No one has ever done that before. Five different goal scorers for Spain today. Simon clears it away. Quite high risk, you have to say, given the circumstances, but he does pick out Aspilicueta, and Pau Torres gives it back to Aspilicueta, and now there's room for Rodri of Manchester City in the midfield, and he'll float the ball, looking for Jordi Alba, that was slightly behind the Barcelona left-back, and he hurdles over the advertising board as he spills off the pitch. No time to waste for Croatia. They need two goals, or they're going out. Bracalo takes the throw in. Vida gets it back from Luka Modric. He's on the edge of his own penalty area here. Spain trying to push out a little bit. They know that they daren't just absorb the pressure. They've got to apply some themselves. Good challenge by Oratabal. Score of Spain's fifth on Modric. And the ball goes out of play for another throw into Croatia. Izzy Christensen. So much better from Spain in terms of managing the game. I mean, they should have been doing this in normal time when they were 3-1 up, but they weren't. They're just moving the ball around nicely. It's frustrating for Croatia because they can't get the ball off them, but... It's, uh, it's just poised and I just can't stop thinking about that chance from Budimar a couple of minutes ago. If this is 5-4, it's Ooh. when you think that it can't get any more exciting, it, well, it how, just is. How that would have, would have made it absolutely thrilling. I mean, this is, you cannot take your eyes off it. Everyone in the stadium, I mean, for the first time people are sitting down. They've stood, both sets of supporters have been standing on seats throughout. Even the fans need a rest as things stand. Into the 110th minute of the game. Spain have possession. Can they keep it? Pau Torres. Back to the goalkeeper, Une Simon. Chance to clear away for Emmerich Laporte. Chooses a safe option. Torres on the left-hand side. He wants someone to drop deep for him. Picks a pass up to Alvaro Morata. He's in a storming game, Morata. He's been kicked and fouled from pillar to post. This time by Domagoj Vida. Free kick, but Morata's played a really important role for Spain today. He has, and I think he's been, well, he's been doing that all game. He's been dropping deep. He's comfortable on the ball. He's laying the ball off one and two touch to Pedri and, and Coca in the first half when he was on the field. And you know what? He, I was saying earlier, he's got his rewards. I mean, he's going to feel like he's been at war when he gets home tonight back to the team hotel because he's been taking hits left, right and centre. But if there's ever an image to describe extra time, it's looking at Pedri. He's got his socks rolled down to his calves. He's got the biggest mud stain on the side of his shorts. He just looks like extra time all over. Spain, three-time winners at the Euros. Only Germany or West Germany in the past have 
been able to match that can they launch a credible bid to win Euro 2020 you wouldn't have thought it after their first two games but after these two well who knows 5-3 against World Cup finalist Croatia for now Park Torres tries to play his way out of trouble that wasn't smart Rodri gives it away to Modric and Modric in turn challenged by Fabruin Ruiz that was dangerous but Spain have ridden the storm Pedri now tries to set things in motion tired Croatian bodies trying to drag themselves back into position Olmo right hand side sends a cross field ball controlled on the left instep of Fabian Ruiz he's got Bracalo with him so he turns and rolls it back towards the halfway line and Jordi Alba Spain just need calm heads but that is so difficult in the pressure cooker that is the Parkin Stadium and the high drama atmosphere that has been developing here in recent weeks and especially today Laporte has it on the edge of the penalty area, is it? Sorry, I was just going to say, Spain have been so good at finding the overload, the numerical overload, of whether that be on the, the right or the left, they've just been so good at stretching the Croatians defensively and saying, well, if you want to mark us man-to-man, we, we've got numbers to add in certain areas, and they've found that overload, and it's made it so difficult for Croatia, especially in these moments, to get the ball off them. Eight and a half minutes to go. In normal circumstances, you would say this is done. You would say Croatia are out, but given their Lazarus-like return with five minutes to play scoring late goals in normal time there is a hesitancy to say this actually is all over and if they can get one goal Croatia I'll tell you what this Spanish defense will have their knees knocking in fear Olmo has possession on the right hand side into Rodri who's come on for Busquets to try and play that commanding role in the middle of the midfield and that it is a very important role for Spain at the moment because they want to dictate the tempo not have it dictated to them Pau Torres clears to Pedri again not a good ball from Torres and Pedri was struggling to control it Brozovic nearly won it off it Spain they're not seeing this out as comfortably as maybe they should do Fabian Ruiz back to Jordi Alba back in turn to Pau Torres He's got Unai Simon inside him. Oh, in comes Budimir to put pressure in Simon with Croatian voices echoing in his ears. Holds his nerve and calmly chips it away. Pedri, that's a good ball. Encouraging Jordi Alba to come forward down the left-hand side. Demogoy Vida comes out, handballs as the referee. As Vida challenged Jordi Alba, Vida says it was an intentional. Referee says doesn't matter. It is a free kick to Spain and they are almost there. Now this is significant, Luka Modric makes way. He's 142nd cap. He has at times been magical down there, but his aging legs have needed to be replaced by fresh ones. And Croatia make that change late on now. It's Ivanusic who's come up, the Dino Zagreb player. They need a miracle now, Croatia. Spain on the way through to the quarterfinal as it stands. Olmo trying to pick out the way out the bow. Good idea, poor execution. Too close to the goalkeeper, Lomakovic. 5-3 it remains. Izzy Christensen. Nice idea, but in this stage of the game, we talk about game management, and I've said it a couple of times already. Yeah, you can pick out passes, intricate passes in between their back line, Croatia's back line, but, I mean, it's not the time for it right now. You, you take the ball to the corner and you just run down the clock. Budimir controls on his chest, midway inside the Spain half. Bacalo receives possession on the right-hand side. Spain now realising they are so close, just closing down every possible route for Croatia. Ball still in the midfield with Marcelo Brozovic. He'll give it low into the feet of Kramic, who can't control. The ball spills away and back to the Spanish safety 
of Uday Simon. They have put their fans through the ringer today, have the Spanish, but this might be about to end very soon and in very happy circumstances. Just over five minutes of extra time to go. A two-goal cushion for Spain. Rodri puts the ball in front to the fresh legs of Dani Olmo and he sprints off down the right-hand side. Guardiol drags his body back goal side. Spain cleverly hold it up. Back to Rodri in the midfield. Infield to Fabian Ruiz. Now Jordi Alba. Croatia needs the ball. They're frustrated that they don't have it. Pau Torres rolls it back to Une Simon, who is probably the most relieved player down there because at one stage it felt today that Spain were going out of the Euros and it was their goalkeeper's blatant error that was the cause of it. But as it stands, they're going through. Here's Morata for the cherry on top. Good save, Livakovic. He has managed to palm it onto the side netting. Morata is saying that he was fouled as he struck it. VAR, I'm sure, will look at this in the background. But the shot was played in and it was into the side netting, saved by the gloves of the goalkeeper Lovakovic, Spain so close to their sixth goal of the match, is it? Yeah, I can see what he's angry about Morata there as he's taken the shot, the goalkeeper saved it well, he, Morata's done so well to go through in these latter stages of extra time fitness levels must be so, so high I mean, but I know what he's angry about there, it's Chakelta uh, Carr, sorry pronunciation's a little bit off but he's just landed on him and I think that's deliberate He's been at him all night. There wasn't there, and Morata's thinking, well, "Hang on, I'm going through to the quarterfinals. You're going home, but you're trying to injure me here." Here's Danny Olmo makes a burst towards the byline on the left-hand side. Spain in an attacking position. Time almost up for Croatia. They need two goals in four minutes. Mind you, that's something they've already done in the game. They got two goals in three minutes earlier on. Here is the ball back to Pau Torres. Croatia have to sprint forward, having dragged everyone back to defend. Now they have to sprint forward once more this game is almost over we'll be building up very shortly to the kickoff in only a half an hour's time from now of France against Switzerland that's from Bucharest full commentary on Five Live and don't forget from breakfast tomorrow morning all the build up to England against Germany which if it is a quarter of the drama of this game you see that's going to be some match tomorrow England-Germany it certainly is I am not sure I can deal with that two nights on the run <laughs> I was just thinking back then to what you were saying about Unai Simon the, uh, the Spanish goalkeeper he, he will be relieved, of course, but I mean, he's more than made up for that error in the first half. That's safe from Kamaric in, in the, the opening period of extra time at point blank kind of kind of range. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Rob Green would, would agree that it, those saves, he's got no right to save that. Unbelievable to keep his team in this tie and give them the platform to then go on to where they are now, which is, well, pretty confidently enough to say that they're going to go into the quarterfinals. Three minutes of extra time to go. 5-3 Spain lead. We've had Guillaume Balaguet on the programme. and I, mean, I think he's been very critical of Unai Simon. He said it's a team without a goalkeeper. He said it's a team without a striker. Well, Unai Simon's made a few saves. Morata's finally got his goal. And although there would have been a, some talk in Spain about, you know, does David De Gea come in after that mistake? Does he play the quarterfinals? You think, is he that... Simon's done enough that he's got to keep his place now. I think he has. He'll be buoyed by the fact that he's he's made some uh, exceptional saves. Um, he, he's dealt with things well. He, he dealt with things well in the first 20 minutes after the error. He's just dealt with something well there and as well. He's looking down on the ball. He's putting his head in the grass thinking, gosh, he's so relieved. Can I stay here with the ball for a few minutes until the referee blows the final whistle? If you're going to make a mistake in the game, make it early in the match. Give yourself time 
to earn redemption. And Une Simon has done that today. And you know what else is fascinating about it? The whole situation is that if you're a midfielder and you make that sort of error, if you're a striker and you make that type of error, you get so much more of the ball to make up for the fact that you've made the error. But as a goalkeeper, quite often you just stand there and you wait. You're waiting for something to happen. But he, he certainly has redeemed himself and his teammates. And just goes to show the power of mental strength in sport. And he's recovered from what was a freak, freak incident. Croatia have conceded five goals today. Spain have conceded three, of course, including that crazy own goal. Sure, their opponents in the quarterfinal, which will be France or Switzerland, as things stand, assuming that Spain go through here. They'll be analysing that Spain defence. They will see some porous holes that could perhaps be exploited. But what Spain have taught us over their final two games that we've had up until now, the Slovakia game, and this game against Croatia, is that although the shooting boots were lost in luggage on the way to this tournament, boy, they have arrived. And here they come again, Oyatabal to make it six, turns, how unselfish, to Olmo, he turns back, this can finish it, hits the post, falls for Oyatabal, saved away by Guadiol, somehow Spain do not get their sixth, it seems certain to happen there, it might still, Fabian Ruiz in the penalty area, right footed shot, is well off target in the end, the woodwork in the 120th minute, and as you said, Izzy, it's a buffet, it's eat as much as you want, and the goal's almost continuing right into the final minute of the game. It's have as many goals as you like, it's how he's not scored, <laughs> I don't know, I mean, so unselfish to square the ball, and I think it was, was it Olmo who had the final effort that hit the woodwork? I mean, he's done everything but hit the back of the he's net. He's been great since coming on, he Danny has. Olmo. He has. One minute to be added on at the end of the 120. The Spanish fans will stream out into the Copenhagen air. They'll be drinking some Danish beers tonight. Here comes Morata into the penalty area. Damagoy Vida with him. Left footed shot, side netting again. He's hit the side netting a few times today. Morata, though, it's been a day of redemption for him. He has finally got that first goal of the tournament, and it came at such an important time, too. It was the goal that put his team 4-3 ahead in extra time boy he took it well Spain well there'll be no doubt that he'll lead the line I think for the quarterfinal now and Morata can still be a Spanish hero when he was an object of let's face it ridicule in the early stages that's it it is all over Turkish referee could it secure blows the final whistle and can there be a more satisfactory feeling than this for these Spanish players, they themselves have been put through the ringer. Their fans have been put through the ringer. They have come from 1-0 down. They've led 3-1. They've been dragged back to 3-3. They ultimately, in the end, win 5-3 in Copenhagen, Steve Prosman, in a game that is going to live long in the memory. Major tournaments produce these from time to time in the knockout stages. It was a goal fest. If you had the over... And the over was seven and a half for Spain, Croatia. Congratulations, you win. What an incredible match. Spain with a 5-3 win in extras over Croatia. A ridiculous match. Spain dominates early. Should be up two or three nil. Instead, Croatia goes up on a horrible own goal. Spain's up 3-1. Croatia ties it with two with five minutes to go. But then in extras... 
Morata gets it done. Spain is moving on. Ten goals in their last two games. Five different goal scorers today. What an incredible match. In about half an hour, we got France and Switzerland. So you want to stick around. You're listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here. to game day on TSN 1050. Yeah! Game day. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to game day. I'm your host, Matthew Cause. Okay, it's a very abbreviated version of the show. I mean, with Euros going on, it's kind of been abbreviated anyway. And who thought that uh, we would get started 35 minutes late? Somehow, Croatia scoring two goals in five minutes ties it at three. We go to extras. 